0: the following is a summary of important actions performed by the coterie in the downtime between sessions vince spends the week following hopes trees and in elysium most nights it's at the usual hangout the armitage lounge in crown metroplex Though his status has taken a hit over the last year, Vince's name and bloodline still command respect, especially from younger and less influential kindred. Surprisingly, there's little talk at all about hope, at least not from anyone influential. There are whispered rumours among some of the neonates about an anarch agent compromising the Chantry's search for a cure, quickly hushed by their sires. For the most part, especially among the Toriador talkers of the virus, the danger it poses to the kindred of Melbourne, and where it came from, very few in the court are willing to mention the Second Inquisition. At least not while Squizzy, Lars, Martin, or Specs are within earshot. But many are aware that this is the opening volley in a war between mortal and vampire. Some even say that the Anarchs are conspiring with the enemy, using this as a means to wipe out the Camarilla once and for all. Vince can't seem to determine the origin of this rumour, but Squizzy seems to be doing little to correct it, content to let the virus serve as fuel for anti-Anarch sentiment. On the final night of the week, things are a little different. Lysium is held in the Great Hall at NGV, and every member of the court is ordered to attend. It's a special occasion, a declaration of war. Squizzy and Specs address the court, confirming their worst fears, that the Anarchs have snatched a cure right out of their hands. Sheriff Adiz solemnly steps out from the crowd, followed by a slender, dark-skinned woman in a long black dress. He clears his throat, snatches a glance at Squizzy, who nods and then begins to speak. I'm afraid what you've heard is true. Stanley Cross, the Vector, was in our grasp thanks to the efforts of our prince's dedicated troubleshooters. At the very last moment, an Anarch infiltrator snatched him away, setting back the research conducted both by my clan and Professor Cypher's Chantry to square one. He pauses and looks once more over his shoulder. Squizzy nods again prompting Ades to continue. The Anarch infiltrator was Hope, the Kytif. It is my understanding that she is in fact a member of clans Zemisi. She is the fleshcrafter in the Anarch's employ, and likely involved with the creation of this disease in the first place. Ades takes a moment to survey the crowd, trying to appraise their stunned silence. And then, Squizzy steps forward. He places a hand on Adiz's shoulder and smiles. The Anarchs are doing all they can to destroy us, he bellows, trying to stir the crowd. We will not stand for this. As your prince, I'll do everything in my power to defend this domain. From tonight onwards, all Anarchs are subject to a blood hunt. If they enter Camaria territory, They will be destroyed on sight. Derek spends a couple of nights asking around, trying to find out where he can get in touch with Crow and Alistair. He knows they're not likely to want to meet with a Tremere loyalist, but he manages to get a couple of Anarchs to vouch for him, and a meeting is arranged in Crow's Haven. Crow's Haven is a bizarre mirror of the Chantry, a series of secret chambers beneath the library at Victoria University, Footscray. From what Derek sees, it looks like there's barely any room for Crow and Alistair to sleep. Almost every inch of space is taken up by antique bookshelves, piles of books and scrolls haphazardly strewn about, and tables groaning under the weight of ritual components and alchemy instruments. Derek impresses upon Crow and Alistair that he just wants to help, that he has knowledge and resources of his own, and that he can help them by liberating anything they need from the Chantry. They're tempted by his offer, but don't quite believe that he's not simply working on Cypher's orders to try and steal the cure away. Revealing some of his dissatisfactions with Cypher and the Chantry, Derek manages to surprise Crow and Alistair. They'll trust him, for now, for the good of all the city's kindred. And then Derek is brought into the fold, shown all of the research Crow and Alistair have managed to cobble together so far. For only having been aware of the virus for a few nights, they've worked incredibly fast they figured out how the virus spreads by touch or by sharing vessels, and how it wreaks havoc on kindred bodies. Its mutations make it hardy enough to thrive in dead blood, and magical tinkering gives it the ability to bind itself to the spiritual essence of the beast. Dr. Barter's files provide enough information on the virus's biology to skip much of the looming busywork and infected vitae from Sage and Stan, let them witness the progression of the disease with their own eyes bringing the rogue Tremere to equal footing with their Chantry counterparts. Pulling all of their knowledge and resources together, Derek, Crow and Alistair begin honing warding circles Work on the virus, the first steps towards an eventual cure. Success seems assured, but they'll need time. Time they're not sure they have. Derek is there on the night when Crow and Alistair decide to unstake Stan for the first time. They're going to revive him to see the frenzy for themselves, to test its limits, and see whether the beast can be subdued by conventional means. Malcavian gasps as Alistair wrenches the stake from his chest. Deftly brushing Alistair away, resisting domination with almost no effort. He leaps off the table in frenzy, shouting, The, the one who plays mono-blue! He plays two-headed giant with the Lilith and the Dark Mother! He bares his fangs, ready to pounce on Derek, but Crow is ready. She rushes forward, tackling Stan out of the air, forcing the stake back into his flesh. As his skin once again grows grey and stony, Crow shakes her head. Okay, warding circles it is. Welcome back everyone to Vampire War for the Second City. Tonight's episode is entitled The Gazing Abyss. It's been a very busy week since you brought Patient Zero back to Crow and Alistair and the virus within his blood began to pave the way for a cure. A cure that has not yet materialised. But a cure that everyone desperately needs. Even though it's only been a week, the Second Inquisition's disease has ravaged the kindred of the city. Even with the knowledge that this time bomb lurks in almost any vessel, both the Anarchs and the Camarilla of Melbourne have suffered heavy losses kindred have to feed, and not every kindred has the necessary preparations to weather the storm. Among the Anarchs, there have been at least six, seven more members of Baron Sue's inner circle that have found themselves on the constant edge of frenzy and this is not counting all the other Anarchs such as the could Push that live outside of the Baron's Domain that may have fallen victim to this disease and escaped everyone's notice. Among the Camarilla each night at Elysium There are less and less kindred in attendance. The mood in court is one of foreboding resignation, acceptance of fate. The second inquisition has won because hope the flesh crafter in the anarch's employ has stolen the cure out of the chantry and the Banu Hakim's hands. Hope you were the subject of a blood hunt, along with all of the other anarchs in the city. And you reacted to this very very sensibly, I would say, you immediately went to your tattoo parlour, cleared out any incriminating evidence, along with your prized possessions, and disappeared into the night, leaving the green-haired tattooist Marina at a complete loss ...as to the location of Raphael de Corazon. Unable to provide any meaningful information to... ...any members of the Camarilla who decided to show up looking for hope to snack on. For the last week... That was her best that, chance of survival. That was her best chance of survival. And so, for the last week, you've been hiding within your secondary haven... A concrete bunker underneath, an old shipping container in the Footscray Harbour. There's barely just enough room for a mattress for you to arrange all of your possessions out on a table. And a mini bar fridge containing bags of blood that you have gathered for just such a situation as this one. You've had Chimera- It's bigger than my old apartment in L.A. Yeah, well, yeah, it's definitely probably at least double the size of an L.A. apartment, and cheaper yeah. too! yeah, <laughs> not paying yeah, no. for this one. Um, you've had Chimera and Emily watching over your haven, each of them taking up posts on either end of the Footscray Harbour, just waiting, taking precautions in case somebody figures out where you are and decides to come and claim the bounty. Most of the Camarilla are not likely to make good on the threat of a blood hunt. As long as the Anarchs stay in their domain and the Camarilla stay in theirs, there's not likely to be bloodshed. Very few members of the Camarilla, save for the most bloodthirsty Neonates, are stupid enough to risk drawing the ire of the entire Anarch faction, especially when they believe that they're in league with the Second Inquisition and Clan Zemisi. But, it's always those bloodthirsty Neonates and those with a score to settle that you have to be careful about. And sure enough, Chimera and Emily spot on various occasions A man wearing a leather bikers jacket prowling around Footscray Harbour Searching the containers trying to find your haven Not making any progress It's obvious that he's one of spider's agents and that makes sense spider said that he would get even with you eventually and it seems that he's decided this is his chance with Chimera and Emily's help you dig around, dig dig deep on this biker who you've seen lurking around your haven and come to learn that As they cannot locate your haven, Spider's plan is most likely to wait until you leave and ambush you. Most likely on the way to Fleshcrafter's Domain, as that's the only time you would consider leaving your haven. And sure enough, that's what's about to happen. You're in your haven, taking your latest gift of blood from your flock. Some of them are still lethargic, not quite recovered from the huge donation that hope made them deliver last week. But there's enough to fill you, enough to bring your hunger down to one. Feel your phone vibrating in the folds of your trench coat. You pull it out and see Emily's name blinking on the screen.
1: Oh, go ahead and answer it, yeah.
0: You turn from your flock and step away into the library in the back reaches of the supermarket. Press the call button, and the first thing you hear is. Emily's hyperventilating on the other end. Oh god. Oh, it's happened! It's happened! Derek! Derek! Slick's missing. No one's seen him since last night. And the alchemists are saying that he's been snatched just like the others.
1: Okay, okay. All right, well first off, take a few deep breaths, calm down. This is what we've been waiting for.
0: She takes a moment to calm down, takes a deep breath. <sighs> ah, that's right, that's right, Slick volunteered for this. Slick volunteered, and you, you're gonna get Hope, and you're gonna get Vincent and everyone else, and you're gonna- you're gonna get him back. I- I- I know you will. She says, okay, okay. What do you want me to do? Do you want me to come along? Or do you want me to just find somewhere safe to hole up?
2: We did ask her to man the
0: tactical rig. That's right. Yeah. So you tell her you have plans for her, and she nods, and she says, Okay, okay, yep, alright. Well, look. I was gonna ask to come anyway, I wouldn't have taken no for an answer. I gotta be there, make sure Slick's okay, so uh, I suppose we're all meeting at... Where did you say it was? Old Footscray Harbour? That's where Hope's been holding out for the last week? Alright, I'll get my stuff ready, I'll meet you there. There's a click, and the line is dead. And the race is on. I'd like everybody to please make a rouse check to see if rising this night has made you any hungrier. It
3: does. It's a fail. Yep, it looks like I'm hung- getting hungrier as well. Yep. it.
0: This yeah, is not my.
1: Do I get to ignore this because of my. Yeah, you get herd to noise? ignore
0: this because of your herd. Cool. And hope how'd you go? I failed. So, Hope, hunger 3, I believe, and Vincent and Chimera, yeah. hunger 2 from downtime. Yes, that brings it up to 3. <laughs> Feeding safely is not something that is easy to do tonight, and so as you feel the rumblings of the beast within you, those ever-present pangs of hunger... You can only hope that everything happens according to plan tonight. That you can get Ooh. Slick back, survive the ambush with Spider, that you're almost certain is going to happen, and bring in the flesh craft at a clear Hope's name. And yet, your beast... your beast is expecting everything to go wrong relishing the chance to cut loose to feed to rip shred and tear to relish in the carnage it's about 9 p.m. when you're all assembled in foot's grey harbor oh, sorry hope
2: before that yep may i do
0: something go ahead hope okay
2: i had plans for this so i'm gonna take out the duffel bags full of like days old takeout
0: <laughs>
2: and nice. i'm gonna call rats into them
0: yes yes please go ahead
2: uh, Oh, that's hungry for it this is lovely <laughs> well that's okay
0: good thing you're summoning snacks we'll just see how many you actually are able to r- round up go I'm ahead okay. and make manipulation actually you're going to be summoning them so we'll make charisma plus animalism and that's three successes. Three successes. I will say three rats per success. So as you wait for the others to no, arrive, please. you climb out of your bunker, grab a duffel bag full of days-old Chinese food, slices of pizza, McDonald's burgers that seem to be in pristine condition despite being several days <laughs> old and do not seem to have decayed at all. it. You lay this duffel bag out on the concrete just outside the rusted shipping container that serves as camouflage for your haven, and you call upon the blood. And sure enough, you see little pinpricks of light emerging in the shadows as nine gigantic filthy mongrel rats begin to scurry out of the shadows making a beeline straight towards the duffel bag you don't even need to give them directions the lure of the food is enough one by one the rats mm-hmm. begin to pile into the duffel bag crawling on top of the food And soon enough... all The last three, however, go into my belly. Last three of them, yep. You wait until six are in the bag, until these six rats have become something of a conjoined mass of fur and flesh in amongst the takeout. And then you zip the duffel bag shut, trapping them all within. And you turn to the last rats. And accepting their fate... They slowly crawl towards you. You may reduce your hunger down to one. All right. Rat King acquired, yes. (laughs) Just after 9pm, you hear the sound of tyres crunching over gravel and concrete. The others have arrived. Everyone assembles just outside the shipping container. You all take note of the duffel bag lying at Hope's feet. Shivering and... rocking back and forth. Very loud squeaks and chitters emanating from within. You've all received the message on your phone from Derek. Slicks has been taken it's time to go
2: all right guys we plan for this emily here's the laptop everybody gets a gopro you know the plan i'm going i'll be last we'll need derek in front vince in the middle and vince and chimera in the middle me at the end
0: Emily nods. Any questions? Emily just picks up the laptop, the laptop that still has a Cash Converse sticker on the lid. Acquired acquired through a very hasty shopping spree conducted by Chimera and Vince. She flips open the lid and you hear the sound of windows starting up. She peers at the screen and she says, okay. GoPro 1, GoPro 2, GoPro 3. Yeah, all four of them are linked to laptop. I don't think there's going to be any problems. Uh, So where do you want me to be running this, she says. She looks towards the shipping container and she says, I I don't suppose the Wi-Fi is any good down there? She points towards Uh the trap door in the floor that leads to your haven. I was thinking you could do it from your hotel room. She nods, and she says, Alright, hotel room it is. That's not far from here. And, just in case,
2: I hand her the duffel bag with the
0: Uzi. She nods, and she says, I'm not expecting any trouble, but thanks anyway. I think Slick's the one in danger tonight, And, and you as well, with the blood hunt and all, but... Look, I'll be fine. I'll be careful. Any signs of danger, I'll I'll bug out as soon as I can. Alright. But hopefully, I can get everything you're going to be recording on these. She begins to hand out the GoPros, one to each of you. Hopefully I'll get all of this recorded, ready to go, and tonight's entire operation We'll have video evidence, so that at the very least you can show the cam what you've been doing, and that you're yeah. not the one who they're looking for. In any
2: case, if uh, something goes horribly wrong, there's an email address on the laptop.
0: Send it there. She nods. And then she frowns. She looks The like maestro should take care of it from there. She looks over at Derek and she says, okay, uh, that, that, that bloodstone thing that you put in Slick, uh, uh, shouldn't you be activating that or, 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 or tuning to it or or whatever it is you got to do? Uh, I'm sorry. I just want to make sure that, make sure the flesh crafter doesn't get too far away that, that you won't be able to catch him is all. Derek, oh, she's indeed right. The bloodstone <clears throat> will not attune to you until you perform the necessary actions to attune to it. And so that will require a rouse check plus an intelligence and blood sorcery test. Uh, it? Bloodstone. Bloodstone's a level one ritual, isn't it? It's is a level one ritual, which means you get to re-roll yes. Rouse check. Oops. Which, thanks to my reroll is a success, <laughs> so I don't this get hungry Lovely. Now, Blood Sorcery <laughs> plus Intelligence. Just got to get at least two successes, and you're good.
1: Uh, I need a two. What's that? One, two, three, five. I got a critical seven.
0: <laughs> oh, lovely. Close your eyes. Force the blood through your veins. Hold out your hands and recite the incantation. And then, when you open your eyes, everyone else will notice that Derek's pupils have taken on a deep reddish hue as he attunes to the Bloodstone. Derek, it doesn't work like a GPS. You don't know the exact road, the exact address and coordinates where your quarry is, but you instinctually know. Instantly turn around look ahead and say this direction yeah yeah he's gone this way it's like you are the needle in a compass all they have to do is point you in a direction and the blood itself tells you whether you're heading the right way it so desperately wants to reunite with that drop of your vitae left in the bloodstone
2: Well, Alright man. You and the first car we will
0: follow. Vince Chimera, anything you'd like to add? Vince uh
4: is just gonna be a little impatient and he's gonna quit. Lead the way, Lassie. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, Chris is gonna hop in the car uh very immediately. <laughs>
0: So, no time to waste. Make your way to the car park just beyond the chain link fences outside the harbor, and here you find Hope's Second Inquisition SUV, Derek's car, Vincent's Chad car, and in addition, a show of a show of Vincent's fourth discipline. The Merriweather family fortune. There are two beige-colored Land Rovers parked and waiting on the edge of the car park. Bought especially for this situation. As you discussed during downtime. So, are these vehicles at your disposal? How what are the arrangements?
2: I think we discussed that Chimera was taking the second Inquisition as you the
0: yep, hopes, Vince and so
2: I were getting the uh, bush vehicles and Derek was using his car.
0: Yep. Isn't that about right? Yep. What I remember, yeah. So you you to drive a vehicle each. So Hope and Vince, you make your way over to the Land Rovers and Vince, there's sort of a smug, gloating look on your face as you reach into the Breast pocket of your dinner jacket and pull out the keys to the other Land Rover, hand them to Hope.
4: them to
0: Hope. Yes.
4: Hope
0: <laughs> <Her. laughs> takes, takes the keys,
2: checks under the hood, takes her thing from her pocket and puts it, on, puts it in there, subtly, then runs a string back to the window. Eh, looks good. A little grimy,
0: but I'm sure it's nothing. And slams did, it uh,
4: did Vince notice this? Can I roll?
0: Uh, yeah, go ahead, make a Wits uh, Awareness check.
4: Yeah. Um, total, total fail.
0: Total fail, yeah. No, so Vince, it's... the first thing you do, as soon as you hand the keys over, you just turn around, move up to your own Land Rover, press the button on the keys, the car goes, whip, whip, and you open the door, climb inside, and for a moment, just... Relish the new car smell. This is money getting things done.
1: (laughs) It always
5: does.
0: (laughs) So, you each take your seat in your designated vehicles. And then, as a convoy, you make your way out of the car park, out onto the streets. And as you do so, I'd like everyone to make a wits awareness check, please. Fail uh, again. Fail, yep. Or oh, you're Brother
2: in a Further over it. Record, <laughs> record. Hope, gr- hopes, uh you grind the ignition a few times. Yeah. Then it catches. Then it catches. And that's uh, three successes. <laughs>
0: three successes. Uh, two for me. Two,
2: yep.
1: And uh, it's total failure for me. <laughs> okay.
0: Well, five was exactly what you needed, so that's fine. As you... That's As your convoy merges onto the street and begins to drive away from the harbour, you see headlights turn on in the corner of your rear... on the very edge of your rearview mirror. Sure enough, there's a black Toyota work van parked in the empty lot across the road. It was watching, waiting, And now that you're on the move, so is it. Spider's on the prowl. (laughs) I flick open my
2: phone and check the GPS on uh, my good friend Broderick's phone.
0: (laughs) Right behind me, yeah? Yep, sure enough. You see, Broderick 2 is about 10 meters behind you, most likely the driver of the work van.
2: I'll shut off notification sound on his phone and replace his ringtone to others with
0: Waltzing Matilda. (laughs) You type in his new password, head into the settings, change the ringtone to Waltzing Matilda, and when it brings up a message asking if you want to apply this to all devices registered with this account, you click yes. Why Waltzing Matilda? You'll see. (laughs) (laughs) Is <laughs> So you're all okay, able to communicate let's... with your GoPros and your headsets? What's the plan from here? Emily. Emily's Emily, voice you comes, online. Emily's voice comes through the speaker. Yeah, yeah. Um getting the feed now. You're uh you're driving down a road, uh look, it's pretty dark. I can see the street lights, I can see some buildings, uh, looks like there's a laundromat on your right, uh, but it's coming through.
2: Okay. So, what we're gonna want here is for you to pretty much check, uh, maps as we go. We know that the Fleshcrafter is out in the boonies, so what we want is a road that leads right to him and is far away enough from the city that Spider's gonna feel brave enough to try to jump me. So... Once we get to that spot, that's when I'll have car
0: trouble. She nods and she says, Derek, Derek, I know you've only got, you know, a vague direction in mind, but I think, yeah, Hope's right. If we can find a road, maybe get an idea exactly where you're heading, that'd make things easier. Would you like to try? I'm going to start falling behind
2: anyway. Yep. So you can do some scouting up front if you speed up, Derek.
0: So Derek, you press down on the pedal, overtake the rest of the vehicles in the convoy, and when you reach the end of the road, being granted, being given a choice to turn either left or right, the, the blood pulls you. To turn right, you swerve, the tyres squeal as you change at the last second, turning right, and from here, the blood settles. All you have to do is keep heading this way, this direction, and eventually you will find slick.
1: Okay. If I check the GPS, like, what can I check what, like, cardinal direction I'm heading? Like, you
0: sure can. If you'd like to do that, I would ask you to please make an intelligence investigation check for me.
4: Uh, Vince is not happy about Derek pulling ahead of him, but no. he's uh, he swallowing that, from, <laughs> that for now.
2: Ideally, both of you should be ahead of me for this to look convincing. But I can wait till we get out of the bush.
4: I'm sure I'll be pulling ahead when again. Oh yeah, how many successes? You are not worried.
1: Uh, Yeah, I'm just gonna rouse intelligence. Oh, success! Thankfully. Doot, doot, doot. Uh, I'll take it. Uh, critical
0: five. Critical five. Yeah. Pull up your gps in its cradle on the dashboard and finds the road you're traveling down you're traveling according to the gps in a vaguely northwest direction you're just about to move out from the very edge of footscray and up into Maribyrnong. If you keep heading in this direction, you'll leave the city behind within twenty minutes and be travelling through the rural countryside of southern Victoria.
1: Yeah, and then I'll just relay back to Emily. Yeah, uh, just it, it seems to it seems to be pulling me in a northwest direction. That if I keep going straight, I'll end up meeting up with it.
0: Emily hear Emily say "Mm -hmm, mm-hmm mm-hmm you hear typing on the laptop and she says okay so I've gone out on a limb here uh hope you said the pharmaceutical company's called Magadon right there is so I've gone on Google Maps and I've looked Northwest anywhere between Melbourne Onwards in a northwest direction, and Magadon has a oh. production facility on the outskirts of Bendigo. That's about two hours from here, she clarifies. Perfect, that's probably our
2: target. Check the roads, see if there's one that only leads to that place. That'll probably be the best one for an ambush spot. Long as it's a few miles away from the place, so gunshots won't
0: be too alarming. She says. She continues typing. As you're driving along the road, you see that the black van is still following you. Is there anything you do to give off a show of heading in a specific direction, or are you just going to continue on the way way things are? Uh,
2: I'm going to get slower as we go until it looks like I'm having trouble keeping up with the convoy. Sure. I'd um, like. You... I, I just... Yep.
0: Drive casual, huh? Yeah. Drive casual, guys. I'd like you to please hope make a Dex drive check for me.
5: Okay.
2: Mm, that is certainly a thing I can do, but I think I'm going to pull the duckle bag up to the seat next to me and rouse the blood. <laughs> and pull out a rat
0: and gulp it down
2: as I get my rear.
0: I'm down to five rats, I'm taking rats. The rat squeaks in protest as you wrap your hands around pull it out of the bag and chow into it. Only two successes. Two successes. You take your foot off the pedal a little bit and begin to slow down. But occasionally, you jab your heel on the pedal, making the car pick up in fits and starts. Making it look as if the engine of the car is starting to fail, rather than you simply slowing down. Vince, you see this through your rearview mirror, and you're well aware of the plan that Hope has in mind. She's going to pretend she's having car trouble to buy the rest of the convoy some time, but you can't help feeling slightly annoyed that she has to be doing it in the brand new Land Rover that you purchased only a (laughs) night ago.
4: Waste of good materials.
0: Waste of good money. In case
2: I'm not trying to oversell it, so that's only like one
0: or two times. You slow down enough that eventually you fall to the very back of the convoy, Hope. The other three vehicles drive ahead of you, and they begin to get further and further away. Derek is at the head of the convo, and he seems to be driving like a man possessed. He's picking up speed whether consciously or not, as he just continues driving onwards. A few times, he almost is sideswiped by oncoming traffic, as he seems to only register That there's obstructions at the very last second, consumed by his instinctual need to chase the Bloodstone.
4: Kids appreciates this. His driving patterns are are familiar.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Eventually, Hope, you fall so far behind that the other three vehicles are merely pinpricks in the distance, and then... then... They crest a hill, and disappear beyond the horizon, leaving you entirely alone. That's when Emily's voice comes through the speaker. Got it! Got it! Uh, the-the-the M79 off Western Freeway, uh, goes through a town called Kitan, and then from there it's a straight shot to Bendigo.
2: That's our ambush point, huh? Good work.
0: You sure about All this? Right, and we're killing
2: It's appropriate it should happen at a town called Kitan. We're dealing with a spider. <laughs> and, yeah, I'm, I'm sure about this. I'm actually kind of pissed.
0: If he dies here tonight, I'm okay with that. That should tell you how pissed I am. Emily says, as long as it's... As long as it's not wasting any time. Slick, Slick's in danger, and... Well, no, I trust you, Hope. I trust you. You... I should I'd rather never get it into him questions. here
2: before he sets up IEDs and has a chance to kill Slick accidentally.
0: She just says... she just says, uh... Hope, everything... everything's counting on you.
2: Oh, no pressure. You know, my longest-running job before this happened was barista. And uh, never mind. No, no, no. We will do everything we can.
0: It's good. <laughs> and so, finally alone, you see the black work van still following you. It's clear that you are the subject of Spider's attention tonight, not the others. They couldn't care less about Slick or the Flesh Crafter. They're after you. You Turn a corner and find yourself driving through a residential pocket on the edge of Maribyrnong, passing rows of quaint-looking single-storey brick houses, complete with picket fences. The street is quiet, lifeless. There's lights on in a couple of the houses, but the mortals have mostly retired for the night. It's just you and the van.
2: Uh, this can't go down here. There's people about. Uh, Emily, better remember spot up ahead.
0: Hmm, hmm, she says, okay, uh keep going from where you're going turn left at the next turn off uh it should take you to high street there's some shops and things there uh the shopping center should be pretty much empty at this time of night maybe you can uh take them through the car Camera. park there she says ah oh, no way not in maribyrnong
2: all right <laughs> car park it is and i start hitting that way and i Reach over, pull the string, and pop the smoke grenade I put under the hood.
0: <laughs> you turn left at the end of the quaint residential street, and sure enough, okay. minutes later, you're driving driving down a high street, flanked by cafes, restaurants, stockbrokers, tax accountants, and at the very end of it, a rather small shopping mall by American standards, but it's the main shopping center for this part of town, and sure enough, nearly 10pm now, all the lights are off, the entryways are shuttered, and the car park is almost completely empty, save for couple of cars here and there most likely belonging to the night staff, the security guards, the janitor. And as you drive over the hump into the car park, you pull the string under the steering wheel. You hear a loud BANG! And then black smoke begins to hiss out from under the hood of your car. Alright guys,
2: it's on slowly start circling around might want to park a ways away and come in on foot give him time to glow mm-hmm. and i'll pretty much shake the car back and forth and bring it to a halt there i will immediately hop out and for the record i'm wearing like a khaki shorts button-up khaki shirt a wide-brimmed hat with like corks dangling from strings i look proper ridiculous yep like i start throwing up bags i pop open the hood of the car, and I'm going to boost a few things quickly too. Yep. Dexterity, is Dexterity
0: still boosted, or was that gone a while back? That's gone. I will say that's so it was still the same scene, so that's still boosted.
2: All right. <laughs> then I'm going to boost uh, manipulation and wits. You
0: might have to do things
1: here,
0: and it's the ratty lucky day. Only one of them dies. <laughs> <laughs> So you climb out of the car right in the middle of the car park and make a great show of heading over to the hood, popping it open, burying your face in the smoke, trying to look for whatever's caused the engine to blow tonight. And under the cover of the smoke, you're preparing for the ambush that you know is coming. Vincent, Chimera, Derek. Hope's the GoPro's you the getting signal. set up inside the car. Yes. Sorry. Hope's given you the signal. What would you like to do? You, I'd say you're a block or two ahead of Hope at this point. All you have to do is double back. It's up to you whether you want to just scream barreling into the car park in your vehicles yeah. or park a short <laughs> distance away, as Hope suggested, come in on foot. Yeah, oh, come yeah,
2: Yep, sorry. We're gonna set up
0: uh with walking uh walking slash
3: sprinting distance um and quickly radio in. Say, so, Yeah, uh, keep yourself safe, don't go dying before we get there.
0: <laughs> Vince, what about uh, you? I have some plans. You got some plans. It'll be fine. What about Vince?
4: Vince is gonna pull over nearby and just stay in the cabin for now.
0: Stay in the car, yep. And Derek. You see, yeah, Chim- be... you see, Chimera and Vince park their cars on the sides of the road just behind you. You see Chimera get out and begin sprinting back towards the shopping centre where Hope is currently, quote unquote, broken down.
1: Uh, it's sort of yeah. You know, Dirk's gonna like casually circle the block, basically trying to get to the opposite side, so we can somewhat try and, like, somewhat peninsula maneuver, but, like, yeah, same thing. Park a bit back and start heading over on foot.
0: Yeah. As so you reach w- the end of the it, street... We street. Let her have a moment. <laughs> yeah, yeah. As you reach the end of the street and turn left to try and circle around, come out at the back no. of the shopping center, the blood within you rages. It pushes you. No, 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 no. Turn back, turn back, you must chase the bloodstone. I'd like you to make a resolve willpower check for me, please. Oh.
5: <laughs>
3: I didn't realize it was
0: like that, yeah. Uh,
1: so this is resolve plus whatever will I have left here? Yep,
0: yep. Oh! was <laughs> um, that? One, two...
2: We'll I mean, if it goes badly, I know we still got Overwatch. Yep. Ah. So we we'll know
1: where
0: he goes. Uh, what's that? One,
1: two, three, five. That is another critical seven.
0: Yeah. Okay. What? Oh. The- <laughs> As much as you'd love to keep chasing the Bloodstone, as much as the Vitae in your veins is urging you to keep heading northwest, force yourself off course. Take a detour through a sleepy residential street and then find yourself a few minutes later coming up High Street towards the shopping center coming up behind the attackers. Chimera, I'd like you to make a strength athletics check for me as you sprint to your destination.
3: No problems.
1: So... Oh, wait. You can't oh, wait till
3: we get to the fleshcrafter
1: and I can't roll a success to save my life.
0: <laughs> <Remember>. oh. <Yeah.
1: laughs> uh, that's a three. Three.
0: three. Very well. Very well. So Chimera... You park your car on the side of the street and immediately head off in a sprint, almost travelling on all fours as you barrel ahead towards where hope is waiting for you. Hope. You see the bright headlights of the van piercing the black smoke. You hear the sound of the tires crunching over the asphalt as the van draws closer. It begins to slow down. I cut the hood and kind of glare at it.
2: And my eyes are amber and glowing. Birds of prey.
0: Yeah. <laughs> here. I've done some here at the oncoming headlights. The van slows. You hear the engine quiet, quieten as the vehicle comes to a stop. The engine still idling. A door on the side of the van slides open and... You see, the silhouette of a thin tall man you can't make out his details or what is the details of his face or what he's wearing but you do see him raise his right hand and suddenly a butcher's knife is flying through the air hurling itself from the inside of the van straight towards your face well, I'd say I'm going to roll over the hood for cover. Yeah, so I would like you to huh. please go ahead and make for me a Dex Athletics check, and that'll be contested to his resolve plus Blood Alchemy.
2: Oh, that's a critical total. That's eight successes.
0: Eight successes. He gets three successes. You see this blade glinting in the light of one of the nearby streetlights, and you immediately throw yourself forwards, pinning yourself down on the hood, slamming it shut as the knife sails through the air above where your head previously was, and then lands with a clang on the asphalt, becoming inert and useless.
2: Well... I say, as I reach in my pocket, and pull out a ukulele threateningly. <laughs>
0: and I start playing watching Matilda. Go ahead, make oh. me a charisma performance check.
2: No respect for supervillain speeches these days. See, I thought you were going to gloat. <laughs> uh, performance. You aren't exactly doing a good job of hiding behind me, who else with- Ah, I know that smell. Hey spider!
0: <laughs> Not my best, only two successes. That's okay. You just pull yourself up into a seating position, sitting on the edge of the horse. Robert. Grab your ukulele out of the nearby duffel bag and begin to strum the first few bars of Waltzing Matilda. It's a bit off-tune. You've only had a week to practice after all, but anyone who knows the song can make out the tune. The 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 black smoke still in the air, but the haze is starting to thin out, and now you can get a good look at the guy standing in the van. He's wearing torn jeans and a black leather jacket with a biker insignia on it. His hair. his hair lavishly styled in a way that is quite surprising for anyone working with Spider. He's incredibly handsome. Spider's polar opposite. He steps out of the van, and behind him climb two others. You recognize the huge, bulky shape that is Broderick 2. And on the other side, his mandibles clicking in rage, Spider. He looks over in your direction and he shouts, What, Th- what the, f- the fuck is this? The fuck is this? I was gonna play this for my sire, but I can get
2: keep- bash some real lyrics real fast. Up came the spider, rolling in his murder van. He was blood hunting a robed symbiote. He said, "Hope your blood can cure my bodily face." So I'm gonna dabble in diablerie. Up came a spider. Up came the spider. Up came the spider, uh, hunting symbiote. And that's what he said, stepping out of his murder van. I'm gonna try help my first diablerie. That about sum up the situation? Shoo. First chance, last chance, get out of here.
0: The man in the biker jacket folds his arms, he scowls at you and he says, oh, oh, my ears, that was, that was, oh.
2: Yeah, if I die here, that's my parting gift to you. You're welcome.
0: You took a good song and turned it into something that Something that is kin to abomination.
2: Yeah, I had a better one for the real abomination, but you guys are here now, and there's a chance I might walk away from here, so I had to get it out.
0: Eh, <sighs> you know, my feelings are gonna hurt. Spider scowls. He points a finger at you, looks at his biker friend. He says, enough talk. We've got him alone. Stake the fucker. The Man Uh, in the biker The man in the biker jacket nods. You see him you see him grab a little glass vial from inside his jacket. He pops the cork, swallows the liquid within.
2: Nice eye. Blow off the
0: head. Blow off
2: yep. Nice eye. Before you do that, Spider, there's a few things you might want to know. Is he still talking or are they jumping
0: straight to it? They're jumping straight to it. At least for now. Camero's gonna me, be taking up some um like Overwatch or something
4: at this yeah, point. Chimera's yeah, Vince get there is very soon. at this
0: point rolling his car around to where the group is. Yep. Vince, go ahead, make a dex drive check for me, please.
4: Yeah, no worries.
0: Look, Duncan, slow down. Remember the deal. Two
2: successes. You
0: see. Duncan, as this obviously must be, reaching to his belt where there's a wooden stake, and as he begins to unbutton the holster and pull it out, he stops. He narrows his eyes, and he looks at Spider. He says, "What fucking deal? What the fuck's she talking about?" Spider. It's really easy. Spider looks back at him and says, "It's no." fucking deal. She's trying to distract you. Fucking throw the stake and be done with it. We don't have time for this shit. Spider? Spider turns. He looks Spider? at you, his insectoid mandibles throbbing in impatience. You remember labor. when Broderick
2: you remember when we took out Broderick? I fixed his arm by the way. You remember when you fought Broderick in the hallway? Because he was dominated. That was me.
0: Spiders and spiders when Broderick, like you wrap, eyes. Yeah, back I up, mean, with Broderick. Yep, go ahead.
2: You remember you called back up with Broderick, and somebody had stolen his phone. Hey, Broderick, call Spider. And I start singing waltzing Matilda again.
0: <laughs> I want you to make a charisma. Uh, about manipulation? Manipulation, either intimidation or subterfuge check, please. Uh, subterfuge. That's a little bit. Uh, is Derek far off at this point? or? Derek and you're all about oh, to turn up quite right at the end oh, of cool. this. Um, so, let, nothing critical with eight successes. Yeah. Uh, The smartly, the the, the smart looking biker man, Duncan, raises the stake, he's about ready to throw it into the air when Spider holds out a skeletal clawed hand and says, No! I want to see where the fuck this is going. He looks over at Broderick and he says, Go on, make the call. See, I had a feeling this bitch had her hands in something and I want to know for sure. Broderick shrugs, reaches into his pocket, pulls out his phone, and presses a button. Suddenly, a polyphonic version of waltzing Matilda begins to emanate from Spider's pocket.
2: I was in your phone. I was watching along. You bastard, I tried to make peace with you. It wasn't my fault they wouldn't let you in on the on the Father Patrick kill. I've been watching you because I know you're a petty son of a bitch who's just as ugly on the inside as they are on the outside. And with that hack into his phone, it was easy enough to figure out your plan beforehand. And now, Duncan, I'd like you to, f- Mr. Duncan Wells, I would like you to fulfill that bargain I got with you before we got here and kill Spider like we
0: agreed, and I'll mesmerize him you mess <laughs> mesmerizing. <laughs> okay. Um, so Spider prepared... Uh, Spider did tell him that you would have Dominate, so he's going to fight it, but he's probably messing. not going to do very well. So I would like you to please make for me a Manipulation Dominate, and he's going to make an Intelligence Plus Resolve mm-hmm. to fight it. So uh, this will be a
2: willpower. Tower... Only three successes.
0: He has a dice pool of four, and he got three successes, so he beats it. He looks over at Three to three He shakes his head looking confused. He looks over at Spider and he says, I I swear there's no deal, there's nothing like do it,
2: Duncan. There's
0: two thirteenth
2: gems here, after all, and I'm prepared for you. You know what I'll do to you if you fail. And now I try. And now I'm acting, trying to convince Spider that I turned Duncan.
0: Yeah, go ahead. Make a manipulation subterfuge check. Hmm, acting? I'm acting. Yeah, with performance. Go ahead. Uh, yeah. Only three successes. Only three successes. So he's going to match this with Charisma Etiquette.
2: Oh boy. That's probably a special...
0: Five successes. Uh. So you take two points of superficial willpower damage. And... Ow. Fuck. He just... Don't do any more of this. Steps in front of Spider and holds out a hand and he bows and he says, Spider, Spider, mate. Look how long! Look, look how far back we go. I gave Broderick this car, reported it stolen, helped you get it under the radar, and I have been your guy in the Thin Blood community. I swear, this bitch is full of shit. Spider, knowing down, I'm rolling my eyes and stripping down. Yep, spider, is spider. me, of Spider nods, and he says, yeah, now don't worry about it, Dunk. <laughs> She's got away with her silver tongue, but this ain't Elysium. We're gonna get no. her, bring her in, and get you a nice upgrade. You won't have to deal with no, this thin blood shit anymore. Take her! And with this, there isn't Duncan so isn't the lethal the I'll be blood, be yep just before the others turn up duncan hurls the stake into the air and he's going to use his far reach ability to to use his thin blood telekinesis and fling it right at you like someone hurling a dart at a dartboard like you, what would you like to do as you see the as you see the stake hurl itself through thin air in your direction I'm currently in the throes of transformation, but what I'd like to do is start out of the way of that sucker. Yeah. Alright, so you're you're transforming into your horrid form. Yes. I would like you to make a strength athletics check and you get a penalty dice as you are in the midst of transformation and can't can't maneuver as well as you'd like to.
2: Not dexterity?
0: Oh, right, you can use dexterity. It says strength, strength, athletics in the book, but I figure, yeah, dexterity's fine.
2: We're dodging?
0: Okay. (sighs) One success. One success. So Duncan rouses the blood. He gets hungrier, going up to hunger three, and then he rolls. He has a dice roll of five, and this is three successes. So that not enough, enough to hit the heart that. Yeah, yeah, not enough to hit the heart. So the stake fling the stake flies through the air and you try to roll out of the way, but your bones are twisting, warping, your skin is beginning to roil, the buttons on your shirt snapping one by one, and your form is bigger already oh, than you expected it to be. And so you try to get out of the way, but thunk! The stake lands, hits you on the left shoulder, and with far reach, it deals one additional damage, so that is two points of superficial damage that you take. As the stake hits you, embeds itself in your skin, and and then is violently expelled as your shoulder snaps and changes shape entirely. It's at this point that everyone hears the roar of engines as headlights appear on opposite ends of the car park. Vince and Derek driving in to make a pincer movement. While Chimera leaps over a concrete barrier at the edge of the shopping centres land and begins to sprint as fast as she can towards the scene. Vince, Derek, Chimera, what are you guys doing? I am aiming very
4: slightly away from Derek, and then I am putting on the floodlights.
0: Yep, so you're just gonna try to blind them with the floodlights?
4: Yeah, we'll see how that
0: goes. All right, I'd like you to make a dex drive check for me, please.
4: Yeah, I rolled one before, by the way. Did that um, come into play?
0: That was just to determine if you got here in time. Sure. Uh, uh, three successes. Three successes. Ooh. Nice. All right, Vin. Uh, Derek, Chimera. Uh,
4: so, Yeah.
1: So I was, I said earlier that I'd parked a bit away and was like just walking up because I was going to. Basically, just for the spectacle of it, I basically want to like climb up onto the spider's car and walk down onto the hood of his car. Yep. Just on st- just standing on the hood of his car, just. Oh, has the itsy bitsy spider been caught in someone else's web?
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'd like you to make a strength athletics check for me. Yep. We'll
1: say
0: five. Uh there, only one success. One success, it's fine, we'll get to that in a moment. And Chimera, what are you doing?
3: Um, she's going to be uh, sneaking up uh, behind the van and trying to find a good corner to uh, perch herself on, so that the All moment right. that somebody's not looking, she can leap out and punch them
0: in the back of the head. I'd like Chimera to make a deck stealth check for me, please.
3: Deck stealth? That's three...
0: um... that's oh, just three.
3: Alright, see how that goes.
0: Uh, that's just one. Just one. So three things happen simultaneously. The tires on Vince's Land Rover squeal as he swerves to the left, and suddenly the high beams are on, shining right into Spider, Chew, and Duncan's eyes. All three of them hiss, as they raise their arms to their faces to try to block out the light. Then, the door on Derek's car pops open and Derek comes running out as he reaches the edge, uh, as he reaches the curb right at the edge of this row of parking spots. He leaps up into the air, scrambling up the hood of Spider's Toyota van and standing on the roof looking down at the three as they try their best to block out Vincent's high beams, and once there, Derek smiles and says, "Was oh, the itty bitty spider caught in someone else's web?" <laughs> Chimera, with everyone blinded by Vincent's high beams, you're able to find a place to hide. There's not a lot of, there's no cover in the parking lot, and it's quite well lit with streetlights and chimera's not exactly the stealthy type but as the three squirm, screaming trying to trying to find some respite from the high beams you're able to simply dash past them and hide behind the van waiting to jump out hope what would you like to do I gave <laughs> Oh, so I think I'm going to go murder turkey on the Spider. Yes, so you're continuing transforming. Um, How many rounds is it usually? Just one. Just one, yeah. So, hope you begin to feel the last of your changes snap into place, the last few bones collapse together as your transformation finishes. Spider, Broderick, and Chew are all screaming at each other. Fuck's sake, who the fuck's that? Get, get, get out of the way! Get the fucking gun! Shoot him! Shoot him! Your transformation is now complete, Hope. What would you like to do? I will fly overhead and catch the spider with my claws, raking them in the go. Ooh, lovely. So I would like you to make either a dex or strength plus brawl check for me. <laughs> I'm not trying to pick him up
2: because I'm very
0: not strong,
2: but I will brawl and I will climb him like a giant. Mate, magma no magma. Yeah, it's kind of more like a barn owl on that. Three successes.
0: Man, the dice are hating me today. Fucking Tremaine bastard! Get off my! Get off the van! Shouts Spider, looking up at Derek through squinting eyes. Derek, what would you like to do? Uh,
1: yeah, so it's... Yeah, Spider and then the other two are like either side of him, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, either side
0: of him. Yeah. Uh, Um. I'm trying to remember now, which one was it in the Vision who had the shotgun? <laughs> oh, that... That, was- that guy has not yet made his appearance... Okay. However, you have a... You know where he is. He's most likely in the van waiting to be... Waiting for his signal. He is, after all, just the driver. Okay. Uh, I suppose
1: then... Maybe switch over to Chimera events and I'll just have a quick think.
0: Alright. Chimera, yeah. as you kneel down on the opposite side of the van, you become aware that there is one more person. He's currently inside the cockpit of the van, hunched over the steering wheel, watching the events unfold.
3: Uh, in that case, uh, she's gonna go around to the driver's seat, uh, and just pop open the door. <laughs> yep. And, uh, go, go for a big
4: old swing, um, at him in the driver's seat. Yep. And Vincent, what would you like to do? I was gonna go for the driver, but, uh, Vincent's opening his door in his car and just using it as easy cover, propping himself up on the crack where it opens with his pistol and he's taking shots
0: at whoever is the closest lackey not spider yep okay right so chimera you whirl around reach your finger under the door handle and pop it open and then in one motion leap into the cockpit the driver Who's inside, he did, didn't see you coming, Is entirely transfixed on the events taking place outside the window. And just at the last moment, he whirls around, seeing you nearly almost on top of him, fumbles, pulls out a sawn-off shotgun and yells, FUCK! FUCK! As he starts to pull the trigger. Chimera, I'd like you to go ahead and make a Strength Brawl Potence for me.
4: Strength Brawl Potence? Uh,
0: that's blood potency, right? Uh,
4: no, that's the discipline. The
0: discipline potency. Oh, so you're making it unarmed attack, yes, like Sorry, yeah.
3: So that is strength, roll, potency. That's uh, four, three, one. That's
0: eight. Eight. Ooh. Uh, let's see. That's yes. five successes. Five successes to his five successes. He rolled with a penalty dice. You land on him. And just as you clench your fist ready to deliver the blow to his face, his finger fumbles, catches the trigger, and BANG! Your stomach is blasted full of buckshot. You take, when it's halved, two points of superficial damage. Would you like to rouse activate your toughness to reduce it to one? Oh,
3: absolutely. Oh, I should have put on resilience and toughness
0: anyway. Go ahead make um, a rouse
3: check. I will rouse
0: immediately. Uh, that's a success. I don't get hungry. Yep, so one point of superficial damage as the buckshot embeds in your stomach. Vincent, as you climb out of your car. You draw your gun, point it at the thin bloods. This petty thin blood who's standing between you and Spider. He sees that you've raised the gun, and he immediately whirls around, narrows his eyes, and activates his daunt. If you'd
4: like, not to sh- getting any uh, visibility cover from being behind the floodlights.
0: Uh, he's not in cover, but yeah, you're in cover. Um that's what i mean yeah like he wheels he around he, probably would, he would have a hard time seeing me is what i mean yeah well he wheels around in the vague the direction of where he can vaguely see your silhouette and not sure what to do he activates his daunt his eyes narrow and suddenly this handsome man does the best impression of a mob boss His lips narrow, he spits on the ground, and he says, I'd think twice if I were you. (laughs) Vince, he has his daunt activated, so in order for you to still fire off a shot at him, you'll need to make a resolve plus composure check with at least two successes.
4: Uh, sure. I'm also going to, uh, buff composure. Yep. Please don't. Please, for the love of God, do not make me hungry. <laughs> um, I'm not hungry. Okay. Um, so that's five dice. Three
0: successes. Three nice. successes. Look right back into his eyes, and even though he can't see this because of the high beams, you meet his look of contempt with one of your own, and then you clasp the gun and fire. Go ahead, roll a Composure Firearms check for me.
4: Yep. Um... One success.
0: One success. Bang! The bullet slams into the blood's chest, and he takes three points of aggravated damage. He gasps as blood sprays in a plume onto the concrete.
3: (gasps) Oh! Oh! And nearly, nearly
0: falls, nearly, nearly loses composure entirely and falls to the ground. Somehow, he's still standing. Hope. How many successes did you have?
2: Only three. My days kind of
0: betrayed me. Yep. You spread your owl-like wings and take to the sky, flying into the bright light, and then swooping down onto Spider. All Spider sees is this great bird-like mass billowing out of the high beams towards him, and he has only a fraction of a second to defend himself, meaning he'll have a penalty die. And he's going to attempt to meet you with a strength and brawl and potence. Yeah. Yeah. Do you add potence to the roll? Hmm, okay. Well, all. Yeah. Potence 1 allows. Potence 2 allows you to add potence to feats of strength and unarmed attacks, so. Uh, and, he, and he's just going to punch this thing he sees coming towards him, so. Yeah. So that's going to be a dice pool of 7. That is four successes. He weaves just at the last <laughs> moment, reaches up doing an uppercut with one of his bony claw-like hands and delivers a punch to your solar plexus you take one point of superficial damage and i need you to make a composure plus willpower check to avoid tumbling out of the sky remaining willpower remaining willpower Oak, success five. the pain rushes through your body and your wings for a fraction of a second grow slack you begin to plummet down towards the asphalt to tumble down in a heap in front of spider but at the last moment you flap both your wings gaining height and evacuating from the scene disengaging Derek Seeing all this unfold, what would you like to do? Oh or Rouse to Heal, by the way. Rouse to Heal, go ahead.
1: Uh, so just to remind me, it's... So, at the moment it's Spider and just the the thin lot outside the car, isn't it?
0: Yep, and and Broderick Tew. Oh, and Tew, yeah. Yeah. He hasn't done anything as of yet. Yeah.
4: Spider is pretty strong.
0: Yeah.
1: Is it... I don't know, can ghouls be staked or are they just basically humans?
0: No, a stake through the chest Games. will probably kill one.
1: Yeah. Alright, I guess I'm just going to, yeah. I'll leap off the roof of their car, being a little startled by seeing Chimera come up at the last second. And I'm going to try and land in front of Chu and fall back on one of my classics and just look him in the eye and go...
0: Go to to sleep. sleep. Yep, (laughs) alright. He looks up at you standing on the van, and he reaches for the chain dangling from his belt, begins to detach it, and like an iron snake it rattles across the concrete he raises it and he says get the fuck off the car and you oblige you climb down landing in front of him looking him in the eyes and barking your classic order go to sleep i'd like you to make a manipulation dominate check for me please
1: fail the rouse check so i get a little hungrier and one two three Three and film um, is here. But, uh, only two successes.
0: He got one success. He oh. raises the chain and his hand is beginning to wobble and he says, you yeah, yeah, fuck. <sighs> And he just tumbles forwards, face planting in the asphalt, dropping the chain. It clatters to the ground beside him. Okay, next round. Hope, what would you like to do? Well, maybe I'll wheel around and try for a second pass on Spider. Second pass, okay. I'd like you to go ahead and make a Dex or Strength plus Brawl check again.
2: Alright, no.
3: I'm
2: a little
0: hungry, yeah? yes. Okay, so I guess we're just going to... Oh, easy. Don't worry. I'll fit at six successes, I'll be able there. Ooh, okay. All right, we'll get to that in a moment. Vince, what would you like to do?
4: Uh, so the situation with uh, everyone is... Thin blood is down. Blood, what was going going on? He's, he's with not brother? down.
0: He's still up, but he's got a gaping gunshot in his chest and looks oh. like he's not long for this world. If you can so do another one of those, you th- probably there, send okay. him to torpor. Okay.
1: Yeah, but um, I, I've managed to knock out two, so it's just yes. spider and the blood, The bull yeah. is
0: down. So it's just spider and the thin blood, and the driver who Chimera's currently wrestling with in the in the van. Actually, has Vince noticed what's going on with um, the van, especially with the gunshot? Yeah, Vince, you would have heard the gunshot, but you can't actually see the front of the van, so...
4: Okay. Um, No point running into that then, Um, though he kind of would be inclined to. um, Vince is pissed off at the attempt at daunting, and he is going to turn on his own daunt. His own daunt, ooh. And he's going to... Uh, what does spider have like weapons wise
0: he's his fists <laughs> from the okay cool, that's
4: good Vince is gonna step out from cover leaving the the uh the the brights on though and he's going to walk towards the thin blood and he's uh he's gonna say that the best you got while
0: shooting him like in the shoulder nothing fatal nothing fatal th- Fatal. Okay, I'd like you to make a manipulation intimidation check. You may add your presence. Yep. Um. That's four, five,
4: six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Oh no, it's nine because it's a uh, yeah. Um, cool. That's
0: five successes. Five. Okay. Chimera, what are you doing? You're on top of this guy in the driver's seat. He's got his shotgun pointing point blank into your s- into your abdomen. Uh,
3: how many shots does that have? Would he have used up the more. one that's like currently loaded? Or- okay, so it's a double barrel. Okay, okay barrel. Uh, in that case, uh, since I have a speciality in grapple, um, I'm going to. Activate Feral Weapons and grapple with him Just throw him out of the car onto the ground And pin him to the ground instead ooh, nice. okay, And so I'll take another shot to the stomach Make a Rouse <laughs> check Yeah uh, six, one
2: Uh, failure, I get hunger apparently That's four yep. ooh, ooh. Mm. This guy is not gonna survive I imagine We'll see
3: Actually, I'm gonna adjust this plan I'm gonna throw him to the ground, grapple with him And drink
0: him And drink him, alright you can do that. I would oh, like... That's what I roll for that. Um, so you're not going to activate Feral Weapons, you're just going to f- hurl him out of the car. Oh no, and... I'm going to activate th- Feral yep. Weapons for the scene. Um... Yep. Alright, so go ahead and make for me a Strength Brawl check, and you may add your Specialty as a bonus dice. You don't get to add potents yeah. unfortunately, because you're using your Feral Weapons, and that doesn't count as an unarmed attack.
3: That's fine. So, strength sprawl, which is, um, 7. Let's see how that goes. With some hunger dice in there. Messy critical of 5.
1: Okay!
0: <laughs> oh, sorry buddy. <laughs> we'll get to that in a moment. Alright, and Derek, what are you doing?
1: I'm going to... yeah, so as Chew falls into slumber, I want to try and grab the chain off his arm and then I'm going to spin around and try and wrap it around spider's
0: legs. Ooh, nice. Yep. So you scramble <laughs> for the chain on the ground, it rattles as you pick it up and then you hurl it like a lasso towards spider. I'd like you to make a strength melee check for me, please.
1: Strength melee. Uh, uh. Yeah, I can risk it. So I'm going to rouse strength for this. Oh, thank God it's success. So, one, two, three,
5: five.
0: Yeah. Uh, that is three successes. Okay, so Vince, you stare off at the thin blood, intimidate him, showing him how a true daunt works, and he's going to meet your five successes with a resolved composure and try to beat it. Good luck. He gets three successes. You see him reach for another wooden stake in his belt. He removes it, holds it up, but then hesitates for just a moment. Just long enough for you to step forwards, raise your gun, and BANG! Fire a bullet into his shoulder. He takes one point of aggravated damage, screams in pain, and tumbles to the ground. He's not in torpor, uh, but he's quite hurt. He, he immediately begins to squirm like an insect, wincing in pain at your feet. Weird question. Yep.
4: Is he a good-looking
0: guy? He's very (laughs) good-looking. Oh. Oh, God. No, don't worry. worry. Um, He has the looks merit. He he has the looks merit, for one. But now he's going to look him
4: dead in the eye. This is going to look him dead in the eye. And he's going to give, like, a a really kind of unsettling smile and say,
0: Stay there, cutie. (laughs) Is that a mesmerize or just a compel? That's, uh. That's just intimidation. Just intimidation? He looks up at you uh, and he just nods silently. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Wow. Um, okay, Chimera. You activate your feral weapons. What do they look like? We've never seen Chimera's feral weapons.
3: Uh, so uh, her left hand and forearm uh, take on more of like a wolf-like shape, they're still contorted into like a human limb style, but become much larger and taloned. And the right is more of like, uh, almost like you'd get from like a dragon's claw, so it's also human, it has like proper fingers and thumbs and everything, but it's uh, almost doubled in size and um,
0: has uh, claws at the end also. Like giant hole cans, essentially. So you dig you dig these gigantic talons into the man's ribs, hearing him gasp in pain, and then you pull him towards you, grappling with him pulling him out of the car. You both tumble down onto the asphalt, and then he winces, grunting with effort. He raises the- pulls the shotgun out from under you, and begins to raise it towards your head. And that's when your beast roars. Kill him! Kill him! Act like a beast! You are the hunter, he is the hunted, he is the prey, get him! And the urges overwhelm you, you extract one of the talons from his rib, reach up, grab his hand that's holding the shotgun, and begin to press it back towards his own head. And then you pull the trigger, BANG! (laughs) His head explodes like a watermelon. Wow, that's not what I intended. (laughs) And seeing the blood and the brain matter and the shards of bone oozing out onto the ash fault, your beast purrs and you begin to feed, licking the blood off the ground like a rabid dog. I
4: think that
0: went well.
4: Derek. Uh, how much do
3: I recover from
0: that? Uh, you go up to Hunger... You go down to Hunger 1. Oh, fantastic. You didn't kill him in the process oh, yes. of that feeding him. He died just before you started feeding, so... So, Derek, you lash the chain towards Spider, and he's focused on hope. He's ready for hope to come back, so he has only a chance to react at the last moment. He whirls around, clenches his fists, and tries to kick out at you. Um, And he's going to roll. And that is only one success from Spider. You lash him with the chain, dealing two points of superficial damage, catching the chain around his ankle, and then with a yank, Send him tumbling to the ground, he screams and swears as he topples forwards, just in time for hope to come swooping down out of the light towards him. And he's going to react once again with a penalty dice, because he's on the ground. That is four successes from Spider. And hope got six. So hope, this time, you swoop down out of the darkness. Extend your talons and drag them across his leathery chest, peeling the skin from his flesh. And how much damage do your weapons deal?
2: They are rating two.
0: Rating two,
2: okay. So... Low net. Too rating, that's too superficial. Yeah, too superficial. a
0: spider, so he's down four superficial. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> ah! He screams as immediately he activates his soaring leap, rising from his feet, springing into the air, and with a sickening crack, his ankle, still held by the chain, snaps off his leg. He flies through the air towards hope, flailing his claw like hands in your direction. Hope, what do you do?
2: Oh, I'm going to use a wing to ole him like a bullfighter and slash his belly open as I go.
0: Okay, go ahead and make a strength athletics Oh, a doesn't yep. work.
2: Yep. Make
0: strength athletics check. Make Mm, brawl? Brawl. Oh, because yeah. oh, you're gonna kite him and then... Alright, we'll go brawl. We'll go brawl. I can do
2: athletics. It's the same pool, honestly. Okay, yeah, go yeah. ahead. Go do
0: athletics. One two,
2: one, two,
0: three, four. So Spider no longer has a penalty die. He springs up into the air clenches his fist, and wham! With five successes, delivers an uppercut right under your owl-like beak. You hear a bone um. in your neck snap as you take two points of superficial damage, and I need you to make a composure willpower check to avoid tumbling out of the sky.
2: Yeah. I do. Okay, see how this goes.
0: Oh, and there's no beak, there's just a bony plate. Just a bony plate, yeah. Remember, the mouth is open. It's got a crack in it at the moment. And that's two successes. Two successes. You stumble, His the force of his blow knocks you down about a metre, but you quickly flap your wings to regain your height as Spider sails back down and lands on his foot in the midst of all the parked cars down below. Next round, Hope, what would you like to do?
2: I'm going to dive down on him before he can recover and rake his back with talons.
0: Go ahead, make another strength brawl check.
2: And I'm also going to rouse
0: to heal again. Rouse to heal again, nice, definitely. Up to 103,
2: down to damage. Two. fine, that's fine. That's fine. At some point, the dice are gonna give me a lot of. And there it is. Critical that counts as a messy critical
0: due to being in murder form. Yep, messy. Four, five, me. six,
2: seven, eight, Critical.
0: Messy critical it's... eight. And I believe there's a special rule for criticals when you're in your uh, horrid form. And doesn't that just mean every critical becomes messy? Yep. Yep, so there we go. Okay, Vince, what would you like to do? Microsoft.
4: Um, Vince is going to, uh, yeah, walk up to, um, walk, walk towards Spider with a bit of a swagger, and if he can catch his eye, um, bearing in mind Daunt, he's gonna say,
0: this isn't looking good for you, mate. Yeah, go ahead, make for me a manipulation, intimidation check, add your presence. Yep. Six successes. Six successes. I'm going to have Spider roll with a resolve plus composure. That's six dice for him. He rolls one success. How many was it you got? Six? Six! (laughs) You shred his willpower and he's now impaired. Lovely. He's now in the fetal position. (laughs) He looks at you, then looks at Hope, flapping her wings barreling down towards him. He sees Derek standing over Chew, who's unconscious. He sees Duncan, his thin-blood friend, wincing in pain on the ground, and he raises his hands and he says... Sure, sure. Let's talk this out like friends, hey? Forge- forget, I, his forget hand. I tried to do anything.
4: Vince is going to shoot his hand.
0: <laughs> Bang! The bullet slams into his hand, dealing a point of superficial damage. Hey, hey! He shouts, "Okay, okay. I deserve that. Look, look. I'm holding up my hands. My guys are down and out. Let, let's just, let's just talk this out, hey?" And at this point... (laughs) Hope comes swooping down with her messy critical, Hope. Your beast demands blood. You sink your talons into Spider, and he's given up, thanks to Vince. He's not in a position to fight back. He's not even aware that you're attacking him until he feels your claws sear into his flesh. He calls out, Hey! Hey, I, let's talk this out, let's- Ah! He screams as what passes for your mouth opens and sinks its teeth into his flesh, drinking his blood. Vince half yells, Ah, you
4: spoil spot.
0: <laughs> you feel his blood run down your gullet. You've never had kindred blood before and- Mm -hmm. This is... this is the sweetest, sweetest delicacy. You can't imagine ever willingly wanting to subsist on rats ever again, as the finest wine Mm -hmm. flows down your throat. Your hunger resets to one, and as the others watch, is anyone going to try to pull Hope off? Pull Hope's murder our form off Spider. Nope. Yep. Just gonna watch. Derek? I
1: feel like there'd need to be like a resolve check or something if I attempted to. If
0: there would be. You would have to try to physically pull Hope off.
1: I mean to, like, for Derek to even like attempt to. Oh yeah.
0: <laughs> well... It's it'd, just be like, a, uh, it'd be a Resolve plus Willpower if you want to try. Okay.
1: Uh, uh, Were
0: well, we going to actually use
3: him for anything, like a bargaining chip? Or are we just going to erase him and kind of move on? I, I can't
0: remember respond. what the plan was. Yeah, like Hope Pretty said, f- Hope didn't care if he dies tonight.
1: Yeah. I think at this point it was like, yeah, was like, he attacked us, so now he dies. But oh, yeah, I, don't so- I don't remember if Hope was okay with drinking him or not, that's the thing. <laughs>
0: No one, no one fights. Vince is actually
4: going to. uh, How's our cutie doing?
0: The thin blood is still on the ground, and as he sees this gigantic owl embed its sharp teeth into Spider and begin to drink him dry, he reaches out a hand—a hand still with the stake in it—as if he's about to. Hurl it through the air, one last ditch attempt to save his friend.
4: Vince is just going to look him dead in the eyes of daunt and, and just give him a look of,
0: really? He opens his fingers, dropping the stake, it clatters to the ground. Hope, yeah. you're caught up in the feeding. You don't know how much time has passed. It was perhaps only seconds, but to you, locked in this ecstasy, it feels like hours. Then, suddenly, Spider stops squirming in your claws. He is torpid, empty of blood, and yet your beast is not satisfied. It continues, continues baying, baying for you to feed, and there is something more. And, having seen Sylvia conduct this very act, a voice persists in the very back of your mind, Hope. If you continue, you will be diablerizing him. You know you should stop, and yet, yet wrong feels so right your beast compels you to continue what would you like to do
2: i saw what it did to sylvia
0: and i'm going to try
2: to get him out of the ribcage mouth i've stuffed him into i'm going to
0: try let's do this as a frenzy check go ahead and make a Um willpower, plus a third of your humanity check.
2: We're
1: done. I was just thinking, I don't know if this is something I can do, but I was realising, yeah, Derek would... came to the similar conclusion as Hope just did, and was going to be like, shout out to Hope, like, Hope, think this through, is this really what you want to do?
0: Yep, with that, (laughs) with that, Hope can add an extra dice to the pool.
1: Thank you. See how this goes. Just remember, yeah, you been around Hope long enough to probably know that she's not- she's probably the least monster of all of us. <laughs> Three
2: successes.
0: Three successes. Normally that'd be enough for a Hunger Frenzy, but you're still infected, Hope.
2: Yeah. Pushes
0: the successes up to four. And so... You give in. You hear Derek shouting for you to stop. You hear your own voice in your head shouting for you to stop. But at this point, the beast has taken over. The terrible disease concocted by your own clan. And the Second Inquisition has taken control of your body. And you continue to drink. I would like you to please go ahead... And make a strength resolve test for me, please. Strength mm. and resolve. Strength and resolve is not great. What happens
2: if I fail this one?
0: Well, this just means that you'll fail the Diablerie.
2: Oh, okay. Under three, strength and resolve, the dice shall
0: decide. Only one success. Only one success. You continue drinking and you feel, you taste something indescribable. the, The greatest spark of euphoria you've ever felt. But it lasts only a fraction of a second. What's left of Spider's soul pulls itself from your grasp. And his body swiftly decays to dust, in final death, in your arms, the diablerie, a Failure. I no, love it,
2: there. I will still myself. anymore.
0: Your senses return to you, in your talons. Pieces of decaying flesh rapidly melt into dust. All is silent save for the pained wincing of the thin blood. Chimera steps out from behind the van, droplets of blood dripping from her bottom lip.
2: And the bird form shudders and shrinks back, things stacking away in impossible angles as it deflates, air hissing, and hope is standing there naked and bloody, rubbing ash off her hands. That was almost too close. That was too close. That was way too close. I cannot drink BT again. That was way too close. Vince's beast is hissed.
4: That was way too close. Everyone's gonna fucking drink of the good shit and he hasn't had it. Yeah, and he turns in a huff towards the thin blood on the ground, and he is going to pull him by his hair over to Spider's van. He's going to slam him up against the side of the van.
0: He winces as you slam him into the metal. <gasps> he just looks back at you, his eyes into yours. Oh, hang on a second. Hey, buddy, forget you saw me eating spider, okay? His eyes glaze over. He looks around, sees hope there, covered in blood, Chimera next to her, blood still dripping from her lip, and Vince still clutching him by the collar. Vince looks over to Hope.
4: And he's like, Can you fucking stop spoiling the fun for me? And he turns back to the Thin Blood, and he is just for storyteller reasons, absolutely indulging his beast right now. Yeah. Um, and he he runs uh, he he actually um, I he's gonna try regardless, but would a um would a Thin Blood get the effects of the cocaine?
0: Indeed they would.
4: Okay. He's, no. uh, he's doing his usual procedure, but um, he's going to sort of cover it. He pulls it out of his pocket because he's always got an iron. And he's going to sort of just cover his hands in it. And he's just going to run them over the thin blood's face and slowly bring his fingers to his mouth and push it in, rubbing it into his gums. And. Uh, yeah then he's going to sort of linger on the moment and then drink from his neck
0: the thin bloods the thin bloods vitae is well it's not quite the good stuff that you've seen sylvia and hope have it is a cut above what the kine produce it's a delectable vintage But there's not much left, the thin blood's already bled most of it out, and you're only able to reduce your hunger by one. Before you feel the final drops rolling out of his body onto your tongue, the thin blood shudders. (gasps) And then he falls into torpor. His skin growing stony grey before your eyes, his body turning stiff, rock-like. Okay. Is
4: there anyone else responding to this at this point, or...?
2: I'm actually busy going around and taking their phones and wallets and whatnot. Yeah. Getting
0: rid of evidence. Um, Any resonance from the, uh, from the boy? Indeed, there was resonance from him. And there was a resonance from the driver too. Oh, oh see, They were, you know, they were pumped for tonight. They thought they were going to bag hope tonight. And they were ready to go. So, Chimera, from your... From the driver, you get a choleric resonance. He was... Angry, violent, ready for a fight, and this will add an extra dice to your potence.
3: Ooh, that's handy.
0: Vince. The thin blood was terrified, utterly cowed by your presence, and yet his last moments before he fell into torpor one where he was wrapped in the kiss as the cocaine began to flow through his veins rapidly transformed his blood into a sanguine resonance giving you a dice to your presence yeah that's that's what i thought cool (laughs) there wasn't enough blood within his body for you to get quite caught up in the act of feeding in the same way that hope just did and yet oh, and yet as you hold his torpid corpse in your hands as you see hope scattering around trying to lift phones and devices off off everyone's unconscious or dead forms, as you see Derek and Chimera turning away, searching the van for anything of note, you realise if you wanted to, you could take that extra step, but would it be worth it on this scum? This thin blood? Nah, I'm going to spoil my first time toss his torpid form to the asphalt. Yeah, we we'll
2: uh, want to take him to, oh, says turning over, still naked, turn around, still naked, like, throw him in the back of the one of the vans.
0: Chimera comes around the corner, hoists up the torpid thin blood, carries him over to the SUV, and dumps him in the back. Nonchalantly. We need
2: we need to get moving, but we know they. We're pretty sure they brought explosives, so we'll take a brief look in the van for that.
4: Alt, I think you were saying that Camara had something to say about what just went down.
2: Yeah, just coming. Camara- oh
4: yeah,
3: she's gonna. She's gonna wander over to you and be like,
4: "Oh fuck, she didn't
3: leave any for me!" and like punches him uh, in a friendly way, but with the um, feral weapons, so he kind of slams into the car lightly. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Vince is going to give her a complicated look that I'm not sure that she can entirely read. And he's going to sort of performatively lick his lips and say, All mine.
1: (laughs) Yeah. It's just like going back a bit to like, yeah, watching that it's like, Starts off with like just like a raised eyebrow from Derek and then a look of disgust as he's just watching Vince do all this and it's like anyone paying attention would notice it. it's like he seems more disgusted at what Vince is doing than what just happened with Hope and Spider. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Rightly so, honestly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like wasn't exactly pleased with what was happening with Hope but yet somehow now looks more disgusted at what, what just
0: happened. <laughs> mm, I that <laughs> As and this then it's is just like,
1: uh, okay, and starts helping search the car for explosives.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was going to say, as this is happening, Hope... Hope just pays no attention to it, steps into the van and begins to rifle through the cardboard boxes and plastic milk crates that are piled up inside, lifting up black tarps and looking underneath. I would like Hope and Derek to go ahead and make for me intelligence investigation checks.
2: That oh, okay. Thing, but that's okay. Uh, that's uh, one success. See uh,
1: what do we get. Uh, it's only two successes for me.
0: That's enough, I only needed two. The back of nice. the van is a mess. There's McDonald's and KFC wrappers papering the floor. Sure. Things aren't exactly organised, they're just piled into various corners, had tarps thrown over them, or stuffed away into crates, but after a few minutes of searching, you find what you're looking for, just as Derek's downtime vision predicted. There's a cardboard box containing three homemade IEDs, made out of aluminum cans and household chemicals the type of stuff you'd cobble together out of the anarchist's cookbook
2: yeah afghan surprises all right we'll take those then we need to get out of here indeed. there the shots this will draw attention and we've got a facility to raid
0: indeed just as so just as hope says this the sound of distant sirens pierces the night silence. Somebody's heard the gunfire, heard the commotion, and has yeah. called the police.
2: IEDs and thin
0: blood in the trunk, and we'll go, go, go. Go, go, go. So, are you maintaining your convoy, or...? Yep. Yep. Oh, sorry. Throw the IEDs into the back of your Land Rover, and climb in, and this time, much to Vince's consternation, it starts with a simple turn of the key. There was no engine trouble after all. Climb into your vehicles, separate once again. And as the sirens continue to pierce the night, your tires squeal and you scream off into the darkness leaving the van, the pile of ash that was once Spider, Roderick too unconscious on the asphalt and a bloodless, headless corpse of the driver lying in the car park for the police officers to find. As you peel away screaming through the suburbs, you feel a pang of regret. Maybe you should have tried to cover your tracks, but you hear Emily's voice. Emily's voice in your ears. We have to get Slick. No time to waste. Slick is in danger. Then she's right. It's a race against time. You did what you had to do. You did what you could. The suburbs. And I did take their phones. The suburbs soon. Oh. Yep, you got their phones. You do indeed. One more thing. Yep. We don't have to have a scene for this, but
2: on the way I'm going to call my Touchstone Don and have a conversation about how supervillain speeches in real life are no fun, and it really is kind of petty of me now that I think about it. We will get So, lesson learned, and willpower back if I may.
0: Yes, we will have a scene for that momentarily.
3: Uh, what happened to Duncan,
0: actually? actually He's in the, he's in um, Hope's car. He's torpid. Right, okay. If you want him in Vince's car, that's fine. And we just have to take him. Yeah, Hope just wanted to take him. You drive off into the night. The suburbs give way to farmers' fields and homesteads. And soon these give away, give way to unspoiled bushland. At this time of night, looking like nothing more than a twisted, twisted, endless mass of black, bony fingers reaching in from the sides of the road to grip you. There are no street lights. The, Inky blackness of the road is lit only by the headlights of your cars And the two-hour drive to Bendigo commences As the convoy drives through the wilderness in silence, Hope, you reach for your phone Dial Don's number rings once twice. Then you hear Don's voice. Oh, hey, buddy! Long time no see. What's up?
2: Oh, it's been a nightmare, man. And Don's clued in on the whole vampire thing. Uh, uh, long story short, a guy came to kill me tonight. And I got wind of it. And I had this whole, like, super speech prepared. And he just... He didn't really act like they did in the movies. I was expecting him to ask questions and stuff. And he just kind of rushed it. And I don't know. I was... Trying to flex, I guess. And I, now I don't see the point.
5: You hear I built up
2: this grand illusion in my head, and now it's we. Now it's just you know some
0: rushed words and a pile of ash in a parking lot. You hear, you hear Don scoff, and then he says, oh, "Look, I've been there, love. Grew up on the streets. <laughs> Had plenty of blokes tried to stab me, and." <laughs> There ain't no time to talk things out sometimes. Sometimes you just gotta do what you gotta do.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I guess I just I wish I could have given him at least give him a good song before you send him off, but
0: yeah. Hey, hey, Fucking listen, ukulele. love. Listen, he says. You got out of there alive. That's what counts. So instead of thinking of it as a supervillain speech, think of it as a victory celebration. That song you had planned—that's cause for celebration. That's the song of your triumph, is what it is.
2: It really is. I guess it is. And I mean, as Watson, Matilda, it's a pretty cool song, anyway. It's like I not met anybody in Australia who. Doesn't like watching this material. It's like perfuse.
0: Nobody it's perfuse. Ah, you know, love. Look, I would have gone for some Akadaka or something, but you know, can't go wrong with a classic. Look, love, chin up, and we'll catch up soon. All right? Maybe we're on the highway you know? Nice. Man. You hang up. I put yes. down the phone. Mark is yeah.
5: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Yes, Vince.
5: Akadaka. Perfect. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
0: Yes, Vince. Acre, you Acre, are, Acre, is he? Yeah, ACDC. It's, it's not Acker. I'm just gonna call
2: him back. I, I got it. I got that reference. No so hang up again. <laughs> <laughs> I've
0: better already. Not and, and yes, Vince, the convoy is making its way down the freeway M79. It's an unbroken dash from here to Bendigo, passing through the quaint town of Kyneton on the way. Bendy Yep, gotta get the green I cube. I got a
4: Bendy go, Morty! Gotta get the green cube!
0: <laughs> so, as you drive, and drive, and drive, as the night grows longer, as the clock on the dashboard ticks over 11pm, then 11.30 draws closer to midnight, as... The tree, as the bushland seems to grow narrower and narrower, pressing in on the road as if it's about to swallow you up. Is there anything anyone would like to do? Uh,
2: I'll go ahead and turn off all the phones I got from the bad guys and yank the gourd card, so if the police go sniffing up Roderick's alley, they won't find anything there. And I'll check in with Emily. We still good on the GoPro?
0: Emily says... Uh it's cutting in and out. I think as you're getting further and way further away, but yeah, no, it's still mostly coming through. Uh, based on the battery okay. on those things, I think we're good for another two hours.
2: If uh, it lasts one than that, we're in trouble. All right, I'll go ahead and fire up the the Wi-Fi hotspot I got, and hell, we can charge the GoPros off of the uh, consoles. These yeah. new Land Rovers have
0: USBs turn your phone into a Wi-Fi hotspot communicate with the others through the headset telling them how to do the same and then suddenly Emily gasps (gasps) oh it's all clear now all clear coming through perfect don't know what you did but it worked
2: Gen Z comes through ah alright guys I can absolutely not go murder turkey when I'm facing bad dad we need him alive, we need him staked,
5: Murdered we him. can't
2: use fire rounds on him, I can't go murder Turkey, this is going to be hard, but we're going to have to get through it.
3: Uh, Kamara's going to realize that she probably missed all that, actually, being behind the car and wrestling with the dude in the front passenger seat. <laughs> 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 and, uh, be feeling quite thankful that she didn't have to witness that.
0: Yes. <laughs> but perhaps a little no, as just, well. Just like Chimera's a voice. Bit, yeah. <laughs> kind of like <laughs> looking at oh, her I giant mean. hands on the steering wheel. Chimera's voice just coming <laughs> in through the headset. <laughs> wait, wait. Giant L? <laughs> that was
2: a turkey? You missed that?
0: Well, I guess there were
2: floodlights and there. Were... Thank you for the floodlights. That was an awesome idea. Don't know who did that, but good on ya. Um... this. Uh, we are up three IEDs. We could probably, like, use those landmines of these, gulf, like, hordes. And we might be able to call in a Ds once we get there. We'll see. We'll see how he takes it.
0: I'm sorry. Anyone else got any thoughts? Yeah, anyone else got any thoughts?
3: Actually, yeah. Are we just going to be rocking up to the... Like, just out of character. Like, are we just going to be rocking up to the place and just going in... Like, HOD? Or are we
2: going to have, like, a plan well, for this? Basically, we're going to get to a place that's far back enough. We're pretty sure it's the Megadon facility. So we're going to get to find a place to park nearby, then creep up on it. We're going to use, like, the drone to scout it out. Yeah. And any other methods you guys have. I could risk birds or bats, but... Dead in there is probably no slouched animals either, so I don't know. Mm. Yeah. It's unlikely we're going to be able to sneak up on him, but I, we can see what we're going into before we get in there. You know?
0: I'm that's good. That's so, you continue on to your destination. The clock on the dashboard reads 12.33 when you finally reach the city limits of Bendigo. It calls itself a city, but compared to Melbourne, it's really more of a large town. There is no skyline with skyscrapers and pillars of light reaching into the night sky. It's just an expanse of single-storey buildings that seems to stretch onwards and onwards. Until it suddenly ends, and the Outback takes over. With the Bloodstone drawing Derek towards Slick's location. And Emily providing extra directions over the headset. It doesn't take long to arrive at the Margadon factory. And this, you instantly know Derek, is the place. As soon as the convoy rounds the corner and takes in the sight of the big, corrugated, iron roof, concrete walls, and the rusted billboard sign that reads, Magadon Pharmaceuticals, a subsidiary of Pentex International. Flecked with rust and grime, the blood stirs within you and then suddenly settles. The Bloodstone is in there. You continue on past the factory and come to an O'Tolly's fast food restaurant at the end of the street. It's still open at this time of night, but the car park is empty. Turn into the car park. Kill your engines. And discuss your next plan.
2: All right. Do we want to do the drone, then talk, then talk to Adiz, or call Adiz now? It's far enough out of the town, we might want to call him now. Mm, I, I'm hearing no objection.
1: Yeah, I suppose let him right, know how far we are, yeah. Yeah, he's going to definitely go
0: for it. Definitely go for it. Alright. I hope you reach for your you phone, and dial Adiz's number. He hasn't been answering your messages, but you hope they will answer this call. It rings. Yeah. For the record, this is going burn a phone. Burn phone, of course. It always is with hope. I always assume it is. It rings. It rings. It rings. It rings. And then there's a click. There's no voice on the other end. Just silence.
2: It dees, you bastard.
0: No, no, strike that. I'm not even mad. How did she do it? That's what I want to know. How the fuck did she do it? What are you talking about? Comes a voice. I've been hunting the Fleshcrafter for months. Between doing Squizzy's
2: work, I've been hunting for this guy. Because I knew I was going to get blank. And she... Not even a week. I'm guessing. I don't know. (laughs) So I come up blank. Right? and i'm hunting this guy i'm blood hunted it's no stress it's more stress and then i wake up in a haven and there's a bar napkin there with an address from some bar called good for what yeah. and i go and check it out and holy shit, the magadon facility northwest of town what the fuck is this place's name this little town Bendigo. Bendigo, Vagadon facility at Bendigo, and sure enough, there's some ugly st- stuff up there. nah huh. huh. but I came prepared. It cost me a ton of work and favors to make things good with my coterie again, and we are suiting up to talking about how we're going to tackle this thing. I mentioned the Ben who came would kill to get in on this, and Vince. Yeah, Eddie's and Alia would kill to get in on this. Alia. The fucking bar napkin. All the letters on Good For What Alia were wet and soggy except for guess what? Alia. Okay, okay,
0: says Eddie's.
2: Look. Eddie's. I don't know Why how you, you know my sire's me?
0: name. For the record. You know you know Alia's name because Vince and Derek have enough dots in politics. Uh-huh. <laughs> and How do you, second know you so- of all, I didn't know
2: your son's name until Vince mentioned it.
0: Now, five minutes before we go in, I'm confused. Says Ades, there is no flesh crafter. You are the flesh crafter. Hope that's why you're being blood hunted. You that stole mean, the cure. I'm five years dead, and in life, I was a barista
2: do you think i could make a disease i couldn't even make minimum wage I want you to go ahead but and... it doesn't matter now it doesn't matter now this is all a game this is all her game she is waiting somewhere to swoop in and take credit for me getting the guy you guys have read this so that you can swoop in and just grab the flesh crafter and grab me at the same time.
0: I want you to make a charisma performance check for me. Well, I'm gonna pull out a rat and boost charisma. Mm-hmm. Uh.
2: Um, Lurk, slurk, slurk.
0: There's performance. You down on the rat. There's only one left in the bag, and he looks lonely now. Yep. Yeah, that's
2: the one I'm on healing, so. No, no, I see what's going on here for successes. I do all the work, and she gets all the credit. Because he's the one who found the Flesh Crafter and arranged for a disposable minion, aka me, to go in and grab it. And meanwhile, the Ben Hukim get to say, this was the plan all along, ha.
0: So Adi's got three successes it? on his wits insight, and he just... He listens to you say this, and then he says, "Okay, wait, 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 wait. so there is a Sabat flesh crafter, and it's not you, and my sire knows where he is, and for some reason, yeah. she sent you in, and you're being blood hunted oh, and I'm this sure. is not I'm being sure. mentioned to me
2: oh yeah." She wants you to be the second wave. No, no, I'm seeing her plan. We're just going in there to soften them up. She's expecting us, me, to die.
0: Yeah. Didn't know I brought company, so. You hear him growl. Yeah, I have to admit, that does sound like Alia. Look, <clears throat> she wants that spot on the council, and look, the Banu Hakim, we'd die for her. That's, that's a given. So yeah, all right, let's say I believe you for now. Why are you telling me this?
2: I'm telling you this because I very may well doubt to die in there, and I ain't even mad because this is so fucking slickly done. If I survive this, I'm taking this as a lesson. And I'm also telling you this on the off chance that she doesn't notify you that you know where this is, and you'll know where we died.
0: So, what, you want me to come, come in, try to bag the guy for myself, use it to get a leg up on my sire, or...? What are you implying here, Hope? What do you want me to do? Because last time I saw you, we were working together, and then you take Stan, and you drive off into the night, and you've left all of us high and dry. I am
2: not wanting you to do anything. I'm telling you that your sire is very fucking clever. But on the off chance we do survive this, I'm sure that we're not going to get past whatever Banu, Hookie and Corden she's got waiting for us. So, I guess we'll have to hand them off to you if we have a chance in hell of surviving, so...
0: Okay. You tell
2: me where you want us to meet you, if we win, and if we don't, it's your fucking problem.
0: Deez thinks for a moment, and he says, What if I go to Alia and tell her I know what's going on? What then? Sure.
2: I just fucking record- I hope you fucking recorded this conversation like you should. You can just play it for her, and tell her that I am honestly astounded by her play and that, uh, my god, the credit she's going to reap from this.
0: Okay. I still don't know exactly what you're on about, Hope. I don't know what makes that mind of yours tick. And I'm not even entirely sure I can trust you, but... And let's get this straight. I am absolutely not making a two-hour drive to Bendigo based on... Uh-huh. Ravings from you over the phone. But if this is true, if there is a flesh crafter, and if my sire sent you after him, and you bring him in, bring him back to Melbourne and I will do what I can to make sure the rest of the court sees sense and the blood hunters called off. Okay. So
2: I'll we'll get something out of this after all. Yeah, go and tell Alia all about this, and if she doesn't... If she doesn't know what to do with it, she doesn't deserve that council spot, that's all I'm saying. I'm sure, But I'm sure she's
0: already got plans lined up. She's got to take credit for it, though, he says. You bring the guy in, you'll get credit for the assist. But my clan's the one who brought oh. him in. Alia gets her spot on the council, oh. Bloodhunt gets called off on you, everyone wins. Agreed. All right. It works for me. And this if, time, and if, he says, if you they, double- they, they, we yeah, kill ahead. him, it, it'll all be recorded. Hmm, smart thinking he says. Oh, I knew you were should have known you'd have something like that up your sleeve. Okay. Look, you have the footage bringing him in. That'll prove that you were involved in the assist. My sire takes the credit. Everyone wins. But Listen here, Hope, you double-cross me again, and I will personally hunt you down and fucking kill you.
2: That is fair, and uh, it is no less than I expected.
0: Alright, wish us luck going into the Dragon's Lair. Good luck, he says, for what it's worth. I do hope you're not pulling my leg here, and I hope to see you again Fleshcrafter staked in tow. And then he clicks. The phone clicks. He hangs up. The line is dead.
2: Mike,
0: thanks for being patient, guys. Let's get this going. Hmm? You climb out of. Okay. Yeah, Finn's muted the call. (laughs) You (laughs) climb out of your vehicles. Stand there in the parking lot of the O'Tolli's Restaurant. Through the glass window, you can see into the well-illuminated restaurant, and it doesn't look like there's it doesn't look like there's much chance of your activities being noticed. You could see a bored-looking teenager behind the counter, but she's on her phone. She's not looking out into the car park. You head over to Vincent's Land Rover, and Vincent. Pops the boot, pulls it open, and Vince reveals the drones. The top of the line, most expensive drones he could find on short notice. And Vince, would you like to describe the great pains you went to to acquire these? Uh,
4: sure. Um, I mean, they're not, like, illicit. To acquire, they're just expensive. um These are just acquired online. Really, yeah. there's uh, there's not a whole lot to it, frankly.
0: Well, that's the key thing. They're expensive, so only Vince would have been able to do it. Mm-hmm. Really- Vince and was- your godson. <laughs> They're all still uh-huh. in their boxes. It takes five minutes to unpack them, screw the attachments on, and download the software onto your phones to control download. them. Uh,
5: yeah.
2: All right. And I'll set her flying and move her over the facility, unless somebody else wants to do the honors. Technology, though, I'm pretty sure. Yeah.
0: Vince purchased four drones. You told him you'd only need one, but he went ahead and purchased four anyway. So there's one for each of you, if you'd each like to have a try. Oh,
2: yeah, does right. anyone want a, want a rat, by the way? I've got one left. Vincent, nothing acknowledged
0: the author. <laughs> it's far beneath Vincent to eat a rat.
2: Hey.
0: I literally couldn't.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if someone else needs it, I can know it. All right. Oh yes, and Derek rat. So hope. Nah,
3: Camaris is going to wave it aside. She's full. Yeah, she's full. She's nice and full now. <laughs>
4: Otherwise, this should be heaven. Rat right central.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, hope shows everyone how to get into the software, the basic controls for the drones, and you each take a drone and watch as the propellers begin ah. to spin. So they lift off into the night sky. I'd like everyone to make an intelligence technology roll. If you don't have technology, you can just roll intelligence. And I'm going to adjust the information I give you based on how many successes you get as a group.
2: Ooh. Two successes for
3: me. Uh, that's one for me. I'm sorry, what was the roll?
0: Intelligence technology. If you don't have technology, just... <laughs> intelligence.
4: Okay, cool. Two dice. Oh, well, this will be interesting.
0: Um, one success. It's not too
1: good Somehow two successes.
0: It takes about 10-15 minutes for you all to just grow accustomed to keeping the drones in the air. Vincents, in particular, collides with a streetlight a couple of times, nearly comes crashing down to Earth, but eventually even he manages to figure it out.
4: Fucking, okay, I think this broken.
0: The drones surveil the Magadon factory lot, flying overhead. And about half an hour later, they return to you landing carefully at your feet. There's a couple scuff marks on a few of them. Vincent's (laughs) one is missing a propeller blade. But they're all intact. So you extract the SD cards from their cameras, slide them into Hope's phone, and pour through the footage. The Magadon factory lot is... Not very large, which is surprising given the stature of the company that owns it. It consists of a main building built out of concrete in the shape of a large L. Takes up the southernmost half of the lot. It is here that the admin area, the employee staff rooms and the cafeteria can be found in between this in between this building and the other end of the lot is a big open concrete yard the yard is completely open and empty There aren't any shipping containers scattered around, or anything of that kind. There's a few piles of crates stacked up here and there, stock that hasn't yet been brought in or has been delivered overnight. And then on the other side of the yard is a big square building made almost entirely of corrugated iron. And this is the factory floor. There are no lights on in the admin building, but... The light globes above the two entrances of the factory floor glow brightly in the night, indicating that someone, night staff, or perhaps even the flesh crafter, is currently within the building.
2: Okay. No guards visible no critters visible you
0: know you do not Good see problem. you do not see any security guards. There's a gatehouse at the entrance to the lot but it appears to be empty The lights are off. The car park next to it is nearly full There's at least 20 30 cars parked in the parking lot. But you see no life, no employees on the lot itself. Appears to be completely quiet, shut off, dead. You think at at one point... You think at one point, you see a flicker of movement on the very edge of the drone's vision. Maneuvering the drone towards it reveals there's nothing there, but you swear... You swear you saw a shadow move. And that's all.
2: We probably want to get to the admin building as fast as possible. (sighs) Once we're in, we'll see what things are like inside, and if we've gotten detected by then, I'll start, as we go, I'll start... Laying the IDs behind us, cover our way out, and we're going to remember where the wires are going to go. That's as much of a plan as I've got. I really don't know what we're going to hit in there, so... I guess we get in there, we follow the bloodstone, Trace. Yeah? It's a yeah. we
0: can't
2: like, handle. Looks like this has got have camera,
1: yeah, we can probably...
0: There is, there are a few cameras visible on the drone's vision, but with the security gatehouse apparently empty, you're not even sure if they're, if anyone's monitoring them. Well, why don't we check out the yeah. um, security,
3: uh, station first?
2: Yeah, or maybe right. like, yeah, we should it. toast that first. Well, okay. Who knows, maybe the password's a password. Yeah, let's uh, give it a shot
1: and hopefully it'll give us a look inside as well.
2: I'll distribute the gear, and I guess we'll start heading that way.
0: Yeah. So you pack up the drones back into the Land Rover. Distribute- oh, Molotov, um, who wants one? Yeah. <laughs> it's just made the six Molotov cocktails, according to the roll she made in downtime.
1: Guessing what it is to use them, I should not be holding them. <laughs>
3: Okay, <laughs> Okay, chill. Well, with the bandolier grenades. Jeez. So Hope... Yes. Maris is going to pocket <laughs> one or two as well.
0: Yeah, good idea. You're uh, her- not going in without <laughs> Molotovs. So Hope uh, distributes the gear as such. Two Molotovs each for Hope, Vincent, and Chimera. Taking Derek's advice of not letting him have his hands on explosives. Then you yeah, make the sure room. the GoPros right. are securely attached. Call into to Emily. Yep, yep, she says. Uh, it, it's still coming through. Uh, those, keep those hot spots on though. The moment you turn them off, oh yeah, no shit, that's just static, no, keep those on. Good, good, all right, best of luck, all guys. Right. Let's get in there, get slick yeah. out and get home.
2: If you see anything weird and we don't seem to be acknowledging it, let us know. Uh, as far as I know, Tech beats off gate.
0: Will do, she says. Yeah. And there. And we go. Gatehouse first. You leave the occulties. Go ahead, Derek.
1: <clears throat> I was just going to. Yeah, just going to Did you want me to try and pierce the veil first, or?
0: Yeah, do you want a premonition?
2: Yeah. Oh yeah. Shit. I look at the red in his hand. Sorry, buddy. <laughs>
1: Uh, he's already been drank, uh, yes.
2: Ahead, so I will go into
1: screen. my Doctor Strange trance. Yep.
2: Go ahead, a <laughs> That's
4: the, that's the name for
1: it. Yeah. Yeah, there's a fail on the rouse, so I get a bit hungrier. Hungrier? That's fine, that's fine. But well, you got through the whole
0: spider fight without getting hungrier, so... Uh,
1: yeah, I got one hungrier, but I'm still...
0: Yeah, squad so three. Okay, sitting
1: at t- I'm okay sitting at two. Yeah, two, yes.
0: With the rat. Okay. Chow down on the rat. The last of the rodents is gone. And you close your eyes, summoning forth the vision, piercing the veil of a multitude of possible futures. You're walking across the concrete yard towards the factory floor. You can see the main employee entrance just ahead. Hard hats and goggles hung up on a series of hooks just outside, lining the corrugated iron wall. You catch a flicker of movement out of the corner of your eye, whirl around just in time to see three short, hunched over humanoid figures dragging themselves out of the shadows. They're humanoids, but they barely resemble humans. Their limbs are a mixture of various fleshy body parts seemingly welded together. Instead of hands, they each have a single long talon in the shape of a hook, and where their face would be, there's nothing but an open, circular moor filled with sharp teeth. They make sickening death rattles as they suck in the air. As they lurch towards you. And then the vision ends.
1: Oh, okay. So there are most definitely abominations there.
0: Okay. Where do we hit them? So that was
1: that was near the guardhouse you said, wasn't
0: it? Near the factory floor.
1: Oh, yeah, I was approaching the factory floor apparently. Horrible leech right. leech faces that are just teeth and hooks for hands.
2: So this feels like cheating. Uh, we're in the right place. Okay. We're going so, against the leech monsters with there- hooks for hands, I'm allowed to cheat. <laughs> <laughs> oh that's fine. I put I pull out the grenade this is tear gas so we'll see how they like that mm. but if there's a way we can come at it where we can uh, get them into an enclosed area maybe not the employee's entrance but maybe like over the fence and into the back side of the building instead that might work better yeah is Sorry. there a spot where the yep go ahead is there a spot where the admin building is like uh right near the fence Backside of it, maybe?
0: According to the drones, yes. Uh, so, imagine a giant owl. And the bottom of the owl is adjacent to the entrance of the entire lot. But the backbone of the owl presses up against the westernmost fence.
2: Yeah, or that way. I, I slip on Broderick Chu's jacket. Fill my, fill my pockets with a couple of other hoard trinkets, just in case.
0: <laughs> so you make your way down the street, past several warehouses, a computer and electronics store that's closed down for the night, and soon enough you're standing in front of the rusted billboard with the Magadon logo. Ahead of you is the main entrance, a single boom gate is down, jutting out of the side of the darkened security gatehouse. Beyond that, you can see the admin building, and beyond that, the factory floor. The entire lot is quite brightly lit, with fluorescent, fluorescent streetlights positioned strategically around the perimeter. The lot itself Is contained within a tall chain link fence with reams of barbed wire along the top to prevent people from climbing over.
2: Alright, I guess we go around the side to the back of the admin building. I'll have Sense the Beast going as we go. Yep. And Eyes of the Beast, because, you know, just to see in the
0: shadows. Just in case, yep. Sense the Beast.
1: Oh my, god, I just sense the too. So I can
0: see in the dark. So. Uh, oh, Vince has it's dropped Daunt, by the way. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, if he wants to keep it <laughs> on. Um, hope, Still intimidating everyone. I'd like you to for make sure? a roll for your sense the beast, please. You successes. As you direct the others... As so you direct the others away from the entrance, because I assume you're, going, you're not going to go in through the main gate. You're going, you want to climb over the, door, the gate and go in through the yeah. side, right? Yep. So you lead, yeah, the others, lead the others away from the main gate and begin to circle the perimeter of the lot. You notice something within the darkened security gatehouse. A faint reddish aura indicates to you there is a ghoul in there. Evidently not one with very good eyesight as he doesn't seem to see the four of you just standing there on the street mere metres away from the gatehouse. Continue making, okay. way, continue making your way along the perimeter, round a corner, and follow the side of the admin building to the very end, where there's a staff entrance, just on the other side of the chain link fence. A couple inches of iron and barbed wire separating you from this door that even now seems to be slightly ajar creaking as the wind jostles it. Wow. Well, this is why I brought wire cutters.
2: Reach into the duffel bag, pull them out. Chimera, would you do the honors? Oh, I would absolutely love to.
3: Chimera like yeah, your hands and starts clipping away. Yep.
0: Snip, snip, snip. Chimera, as you begin to snip at the wires, I'd like you to make a wits awareness check, please.
3: Wits awareness. Uh, Uh-oh. is false successes.
0: Squeeze the wire cutters and you're about to bring them into the fence when you hear a soft buzz emanating from the fence itself.
3: Uh, she's gonna recoil quickly and very deftly pull them back through the um through little gaps so she doesn't touch the
2: edges and, uh, and now it's, it's electrified, don't fucking touch it. <laughs> oh, well, here's a question, guys. Do we want to go loud or do we want to still try subtle? We're going to get jumped by leech monsters either way.
1: Uh, I'm still thinking quiet, because yeah, leech monsters is the one thing, but if we go in loud, then crafter knows we're here.
2: Alright, let's go to the security gatehouse. There's a ghoul of
0: some sort in there,
2: but it allows to bypass the fence.
0: Okay. Is that your decision?
2: The other option is to an a grenade and nuke the fence.
4: Yeah, let's not do that. No, let's not go out
3: until until there's no opportunity. We have to. Yeah.
0: So you turn and head back the way you came, Hope and Vincent. You can't help but miss Sylvia. Should have been able to clear the electrified fence in a single bound.
5: Yeah.
0: That still hurts to think about. Make your way back to the main entrance, towards the darkened security booth. There's that faint red glow in your vision, hope. Something supernatural is there, ostensibly a ghoul. But as you walk towards the gatehouse and squint, you see nothing on the other side of the dirty, Plexiglass. The shack appears to be empty. Mm -hmm. Emily says, No, there's nothing obfuscated there. Are you sure Uh, there's someone in there? Looks empty to me. I look up on the ceiling. You look up on the ceiling, expecting something to be there, but there isn't.
2: Okay. Well. Is this a deal where we can step over the gate and get inside to the gatehouse? Sure can. Chimera, you want to lead the way? You're the buffest.
3: Uh, she's gonna fold up the, um, clippers and handoms here, and kind of rub her hands Uh, together, and, uh, get ready to uh, vault over.
0: Yep. Chimera vaults over the boom gate. Takes the others. The others takes the others a couple minutes. They don't do it quite as deftly as Chimera. They have to duck, un- duck and crawl under or carefully make their way over the top. But eventually you're all on the other side. And Chimera, you're first. So you head straight towards the security room. You see that the door is already ajar. It's already open, a crack. As you reach out, grab the doorknob. Pull the metal door open. You hear something from inside the security shack. Mm, mm, mm,
3: mm, mm, mm. Oh, uh, Chimera's gonna fling open the door and just look around instantaneously upon hearing
0: that. You fling open the door, Chimera, and step in. You see what appears to be. The upper torso of a man, a security uniform still still visible, at least what remains of it. Only the shoulders and the name badge are there. The name badge reads John. The rest of it has been torn away as the torso appears to have been fused into the office chair in front of the security desk. The legs and the arms are missing and you wonder where they are and then you see the torso shudder and what at first appears to be a long tentacle emerges from the back of its shoulders. As it snakes its way out, you realise that it is in fact the man's arms and legs attached end on end with a single hand. At the very end of the tentacle, he looks at you, mm, mm, as his tentacle begins to snake across the security desk towards a big red button.
3: That's fucked, I love it. Wait, why
0: is why is he mumbling? Is, is he gagged or is his mouth melted together? You look and see, he doesn't have a mouth at all. Where his mouth would be is simply a flap of skin. It expands and contracts in upon itself as he, he screams
5: okay uh,
3: since this is already going a little bit a uh, little bit sideways uh, she's going to flick on uh, toughness and feral weapons and
0: reach for that hand yep as soon as possible go ahead and make for me a Go ahead and make for me a Dex Athletics check to see if you get to it in time.
3: Yeah, uh should I roll for the fire weapons? Make and a round, 10, as well? please. Yeah, is that just one or two? Just one. This one? Uh I get hungrier. Okay. So that starts off. Well, uh so it's Dex Athletics? Yep. Uh that
0: is six. Uh critical six. So with the ghoul's unnaturally elongated arm, he doesn't have to move far to get to the button. He has a dice pool of eight, but he only rolled three. So you rush forwards and bring your talon down, cutting the hand off the end of the tentacle. The ghoul immediately retracts it like a rubber band, rubbing, rocking back and forth getting the wheels of his chair across the floor. Blood drips from the stub at the end of his tentacle.
4: Jesus Christ,
0: dude, what happens here? Uh, she's gonna uh, jump
3: across and uh, try and grab him if possible, uh, like by the throat and um, like in a headlock and yep. try and grab the tentacle thing as well in the other hand Go uh, while she waits for the others.
0: Go ahead and make a strength brawl check. Uh, would that be grappling as well? Yeah, grappling as well. Yeah. Three, four, eight. eight. Uh, Success is five. He rolls four successes as you turn towards him. He continues rocking back and forth. The tentacle sways back and forth, trying to catch you, but you grab it in one hand and then rush forwards, wrapping your other hand around his throat. He ceases his muffled moans immediately, simply looks back at you with a look of utter terror in his eyes. Uh, she's gonna take a moment, whilst freaked the fuck
3: out, to try and reassure him. Uh, cause it clearly looks like he's upset, right? Like, this isn't what he wanted. Uh, dude, it's- it's okay, we're gonna- I don't know what the fuck we're gonna do, but- I'm not gonna hurt you, okay? Not, not anymore,
0: at least. You see his eyes twitch, waver, and he responds, nodding. Mm, mm, mm. It's at this point that the others step into the gatehouse and see you with your oh, hands wrapped around the throat of this thing. Is that?
2: Oh God. Ugh. Um, do you think he's still in there?
3: Uh, yeah, fucking seems like it. He's not having a good night
2: as she, like, wrestles with him Fuck. to stop him from getting away. Choke him out. Choke him out. Just, just put him out. Um, maybe when we leave I can undo
0: this eventually. Maybe. Uh, she'll proceed to trick him out. squeeze his neck, tightening your fingers, the wheels of the chair continue to scratch on the floor as he tries to get away, until finally he lets out a last gasp. (gasps) His eyes roll into the back of their sockets, and his head just slumps
3: forwards. Uh, just quickly at a glance, uh, are there any terminals or anything in this office, or is it just pretty much the button on the wall?
0: You look around there's a security there's a, a, a security console it has on the screen it's a single monitor and it's currently cycling through the feeds of all the outdoor cameras next to it is a big red button and you see the word alarm faded on top of the panel and beside that there's a control panel that's used for opening and closing the boom gate
3: Uh, she's going to slash at the, um, the cables running from the alarm button to thoroughly disable it.
0: Yep. Bring down your, bring down your talon and snip the cable. Regardless of whether he wakes up
3: or not, um, before we're done, that's, uh, that's not gonna be a problem.
4: Uh, has Chimera yeah. been wearing anything to stop skin to skin contact during all of this close quarters fighting and and touching lately? Uh when she doesn't have feral
0: weapons, yes. <laughs> but not right now. Yeah, feral weapons, but you don't know if this ghoul is infected or not. There's <laughs> <Okay. laughs> nothing we can do. This sort of occurs to Vince.
4: This sort of occurs to Vince and he's like, uh just be careful about touching, you know? <laughs> Look after yourself, Mutt. And at that yeah, she's point, she's gonna look at her hands and not be like, "Oh shit, right? Yeah." Yeah. And well, at well, that point, we should like, roll for the
0: word Mutt. Yes, go ahead. I would like and Vince yeah. to roll the entrance roll and Chimera to roll the resist roll.
3: Uh, what's the resist? What they doing? Do do
0: resolve. Yeah, resolve plus um, it's resolve plus intelligence, I believe.
3: Resolve, resolve plus wit. Well, they.
0: Go ahead, Hope.
2: While they do that, I'm going to look through the cameras for leech monsters.
0: Yep. I want you to make an intelligence investigate check for me, please, Hope. Ooh, you're resisting. Eh?
5: Yeah. Sorry, Vince.
3: One
0: success. So you hear Vince behind you call Chimera a mutt, and this seems like the type of thing that would get her to quite violently assault you. Not only does she seem to have an almost completely nonchalant reaction to it, but who won the roll off? Oh. Absolutely. Oh, got a messy man. critical. Yeah. Messy six. <laughs> Not only does she seem to have an almost completely nonchalant reaction to Vince calling her this, but she immediately pulls her hands away from the gold security guard, thrusts them in to the pockets of her vest, looks at Vince with a strange look in her eyes and says, Oh, oh thank you. I'm not sure what I'd do without you, to be honest. Vince just winks. Hope, you cycle oh, okay. through the footage. Flick, flick, flick. And there you see it. Each of them crouched behind a wooden crate in the yard leading up to the employee's entrance of the factory floor. <coughs> if you were a Zemese who'd been brought up amongst your kind, you would know the word for these creatures. slachta. But you don't. Instead, you just see three leech-headed abominations crouching in wait based on the fact that they don't appear to be moving unnaturally, and are unnaturally still combined with how they seemingly emerged out of nowhere in Derek's vision you presume they're using some form of obfuscate but the cameras see them and uh, clear okay is there any way to shut down the electric fence in here not from here, it doesn't seem. Perhaps that might be in the admin so, building.
2: Yeah, okay. Does a, is there a route we can take that avoids their crates?
0: Yeah, you could probably sneak around the perimeter, but there'd still be a chance of them seeing you. It's just, if they saw you, they'd have to run across the yard to get to you first.
2: You know, that's probably the best odds we're gonna get... Two of you keep an eye backwards so Emily can yell if she spots them running. We'll have to cover open ground. We'll have the tear gas ready if that happens, and we'll take them down without gunshots. Sound good? You're
0: about to turn away when it mm. flicks to the final feed, one that's pointed directly at the back entrance of the factory floor. You can see a window dirty grimy glass next to the door and just before the feed flicks away you see something moving on the other side of the glass something so large that its entire mass fills the window oh god lurches away just as lurches away just as the feed switches to the next one
2: you know, and this oh. is why we brought through.
0: Yeah,
3: with, with her hands it's in her so pockets, Chimera's just going to be, um, kind of fumbling with the molotovs and, like, uh, gently rubbing the top of the, um, top of the bottles. Just kind of remind One himself thing that at they're a there. time,
2: it's
0: at this One thing, thing at a time. time. It's at this point, Hope, that you notice something as you l- look up from the monitor, look over your shoulder at Chimera see something on the back wall of the gatehouse. It's an employee clock-on wall. When the employees arrive, they hand their tag to the security guard, who slots it into their spot on the wall, gives it back to them at the end of the day, notes them down in the database as being clocked in. According to the wall, 33 employees are on duty right now. They haven't clocked out.
2: No, they're still employees. Oh boy. Yeah. I bet they are still. Kamara's gonna gonna,
3: like uh, nudge the security guard with her foot. Yeah, I think we're down to to 30 now, actually.
2: And
0: now a greater image in your mind of what you're up against. You step out of the gatehouse, out onto the Magadon Pharmaceuticals lot, the main entrance of the admin building in front of you, and beyond it, merely a black shape on the horizon, the factory floor. Somewhere in the distance, you think you hear an inhuman scream and that's where we'll leave the session for this week.
5: <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh my god, we're gonna flash beings. I mean we saw this coming, but yeah. Some... <laughs> you each gain oh, yeah. three experience points.
3: Three fantastic. And
0: that is enough.
2: Yeah, that's enough for- Yes, yeah.
0: I gained my first out plan discipline, aspects one, and Yes, your custom discipline that we made. We will go into that next session when you most likely use it, and we'll explain what it is, but I have mm-hmm. a feeling it's going to be very useful. It's and so, here you are. You survived the ambush with Spider. Found out where the Flesh Crafter has been conducting his terrible experiments. And you're ever so close to catching him, bringing him to justice and clearing Hope's (laughs) name. Making her known to the Camarilla once and for all as an asset, not a threat. You know there are unspeakable things lurking, horrors beyond imagining waiting for you. Will this be as simple as you planned for it to be? Or is everything going to fall apart in a haze of blood, rage, and terror? You'll have to find out next session in part two of The Gazing Abyss. That was Spider's Web, The Gazing Abyss, part one, episode 17 of Vampire War for the Second City, a Vampire the Masquerade 5th edition actual play podcast presented by DM Fiat. With me, Dale, as storyteller lost demiurge as hope h quen as sylvia paradox mimic as derek and ash as vincent Merriweather. music was created by kevin mcleod and is used with permission vampire the masquerade and the world of darkness are the registered trademarks and property of white wolf entertainment and Paradox Game Studios.